Hi, I'm Aaron, and welcome to the Hip Hop Hustle Podcast, a podcast all about, well, you guessed it, hip hop. I will be interviewing artists and exploring the genre I love. My hope is that you will begin to love it as much as I do, if not more. Please like and subscribe and follow me on Instagram at the underscore hip hop hustle for any upcoming podcast news. All right, let's get into it. Well, welcome to the show, everybody. Another episode of the Slim Fitty Biggie Committee podcast, and it's Danny's birthday. Oh, God. Greatest day he's ever had because he's recording a podcast on his birthday. That's how much he loves the show. And that's how much. Let's start off by getting Danny to rank every birthday, like from best to worst. (laughs) (laughs) That is good. Well, my 23rd was a banger. It was actually a banger. Um, 15th was a bit of a shit one. um, No, your 24th has to be the best when we went on a cruise. That (laughs) is true. Nah, well, if if we're going to be serious about it, the cruise was pretty damn good. It was like a surprise. Like for four months, you guys planned like a secret cruise. That was good, I will admit. I went through the cards today. Um, I went through a few of the birthday cards you guys have given me. And the f- first one and the best one was uh, the Happy Bar Mitzvah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That yeah. was an early one, wasn't it? It was. I think that was the first round of like cards we wrote for each other. Yeah. yeah. I think Danny's <laughs> one was the princess one was the first one. Yeah, yeah. that was good. Still, it still plays when you open it. It's like, what does well, it say? I can't like- remember. Yeah, it does. You, um, that was seven years ago. So I think seven years ago is when we first like started doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Started being cute. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, we became real friends. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're not talking about birthdays today. Well, yeah, I couldn't help myself. Daddy asked not to go too deep into it. But Matt, why don't you tell us what we're talking about? I'll, I'll bloody tell you what we're talking about. We're talking about... A Tribe Called Quest, Ooh. one of the greatest hip-hop groups of all time. <laughs> How did you come up with that? It's, I didn't come up with it. It's facts, mate. Straight facts. Did you, did you know that before you picked it? Um, I'd, I'd, heard, I'd heard of them, and um, a colleague of mine um, mentions them all the time and you know has said that they're his favourite hip-hop group. So um, I... I don't know, just a part of me was really interested because it's like, well, if someone says they're, you know, up there with, you know, the greatest groups of all time, then I want to listen to their music. So, yeah. I, so you went with high expectations. I kind of did, yeah. 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 Um, I First, I combed through their discography and I, um, I tried to nail it down to a particular album through review and it came down to two. So the low end theory, their second album, um, and then Midnight Marauders, their third album. So, I, I, from my readings, I think the low end theory is like their most acclaimed album. Critically, I believe I could be wrong, but Midnight Marauders is like their most well, like received in terms of like from a fan base perspective because it it, it caters to a lot of different musical. Um, ears or, or, or tastes so there's um yeah there's a, there's a little bit for everyone in this album allegedly that's what that's what i, I discovered um <laughs> yeah debatable my research <laughs> <Spoiler>. <laughs> yeah. um 
<laughs> yeah. Anyway, Midnight Marauders. Have you heard anything about? Like, have you heard? Had you heard their music prior to reviewing this album? Yes, I had. I think I think everyone actually has, whether you know it or not. Um, what's their most famous song um, that everyone would have heard of? Sorry, I'm just looking back through. I think it's in their first album, actually. Really? Yeah. Sorry. Off the top of my head, it'd be like Scenario would be a big one. Bonita Applebaum would be a big one. But I wouldn't expect you guys to have heard those. I, think I don't think of, I have heard those. I think a lot of big ones are actually from here. Nah, the one that everyone would have heard yeah. no matter what is Can I Kick It? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And they and they right. probably haven't heard the song. They've probably heard people say, "Can I kick it?" Can I and kick it's from it? this song. Yes, you can. Can I yeah. kick it? Yeah. So I think everyone's yeah. heard that one. So because I think I tried to listen to them a long time ago. Like I remember trying to get through because I just heard that they are one of those you know classic iconic groups. You know, early boom bap. And I, from memory, when I first tried to listen to them. I wasn't a fan. I just, my ear wasn't attuned to what they were doing. So I was interested to see this time if it was different. Yeah. I'm kind of the same. Like, (laughs) yeah, like my, uh, you know, obviously I've always been aware of a tribe called Quest, but um, I must have dabbled slightly in the very early days of me getting into hip hop, but Nothing came of that. And then around the time of when Fife Dog died is when, you know, the hip-hop community was like, you know, dashing all the praise was was being heaped upon him, you know. Give, give them the roses while they're still around, but unfortunately that never happens. So everyone was bigging up Fife Dog um, after he passed away. So obviously I was like, all right, let's, this is the time to really give them a go. And my, you know, my first instinct was to go with the low end theory. I think, I think, like you said, Matt, it's probably their most critically acclaimed. And I was like, all right, I want to start with the best. So I actually went to bloody JB Hi-Fi. I bought the disc and gave it a spin. And yeah, don't remember much about that experience. And I, it's it's sitting pretty dusty on the shelf at the moment. So. Yeah, I, obviously it didn't hit me, but I never experienced this album. So I was going into this one pretty fresh, but, yeah. you know, it, it's not my kind of hip-hop, I don't think. And, well, I'm just going to spoil it now. I didn't, didn't really, uh, this one didn't really blow me away, but we'll get into it. Yeah, I'm going to leave my verdicts until later, so at least... You know, you have a little bit of something to look forward to, but I'm interested to see why you did that, like why you say that, Danny. Yeah, Obviously, I think it's the oldest album we've reviewed, though. Like, this is from 1993. Yeah. So the the earliest one before that was what? Big L, the posthumous one. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's from so, 2000. But, like, yeah. even, even saying this is from 93, like some of my favorite albums of all time are from that era. Like Wu-Tang, Enter the 36 Chambers came out in 1993. Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style came out in 1993. So it still has big competition even in that year. And there, there are albums already that I bloody love to death. 
And so that's what this is comp- competing with for me. Yeah. Well, Matt, do you remember last time we reviewed an album, you said, Aaron, can you review the skits? So I re- reviewed the intro for you this time as well. So um, what a hero. What a bloody I've hero. included it. <laughs> There's one skit, isn't there? It's literally, this is the only squit, the skit that's its own track. No, there's a few, yeah. there's a few other squits, I think, throughout the... Uh, no. Oh, there's a couple of squitties. <laughs> yeah, 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 a couple of little squitties here and there. But uh... <laughs> All right, I think that's the perfect way to lead into track one. A Tribe Called Quest, Midnight Marauders is the album that we're reviewing if you didn't get that um, until now. But track one, uh, the Midnight Marauders Tour Guide. So, uh, Matt, your track, do you want to lead this one off? <clears throat> yeah, no worries. I haven't got, like, a lot to say about this other than, like, I don't know, I think it's quite cool. Like, it's an interesting way to start the album. And, you know, you obviously I presented with this, like, robotic-sounding voice that's going to essentially you know lead you throughout the album and give you little bits of information as you go so i don't know i always love that sort of um concept because it's like i don't know i think it helps tie the album and any album together really nicely so yeah i'm i'm all for it and they had me when they said something along the lines of bass heavy i was like okay this is going to be an album for me then yeah, that got my hopes up yeah. too. That definitely got my hopes way up yeah. when they said that. Yeah, yeah. I also really liked when they were talking about the BPM, like the ninety-five beats per minute, yeah. um, which is cool because I was like, oh. But to be honest, I didn't know if that was high tempo or not. I don't. It doesn't sound like it. I don't think it is. No, no. Well, based on listening to it, it's not. <laughs> yeah. But apparently, that's what the tempo was for old school boom bap. So yeah. that's. Well, that's it, it's in line with the the era yeah yeah, yeah. and that's what yeah. you've always got to remember this music's coming from like almost 30 years ago so it's like um yeah like mate, stop making excuses for it mate stop making mate, excuses for the album. shit album mate it's a classic <laughs> album it's a classic hip-hop album yeah i know i know i know i know um yeah so yeah i was I, you know i thought cool intro um yeah three stars Oh, he hit it with a big three, baby. <laughs> juicy, juicy. Yeah. I mean, you said everything there is to say about it. It's just like, I think it is actually like an interesting novelty of, you know, having a tour guide, you know, guide you through an album. It, sound, it kind of sounds like, you know, like you go into a museum and there's like a little robot that leads you through and shows you all the exhibits. It feels like that. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, um, all those history walks that you do in like different cities. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I can I can like visualize it, and um, yeah, it, it I like how you know it provides context throughout the album, like this tour guide. Um, that's cool. But like, to be honest, I don't think it makes the album better. Like, I don't. Every time she you know adds a tiny piece of information here and there, like it, yeah, it kind of connects the album and brings it together kind of but like if it wasn't there i i think it would work just as well to be honest for me that's my opinion i don't have a rating mm. it's quite short yeah. yeah i i i mean i did like what you said that like you know danny in terms of the history like this was 1993 was a great year for hip hop amazing like it was a really good year for hip hop and like 
the the albums you said that that's three classic albums in 1993 that always are talked about. So um, yeah, it was also I think at the time like East Coast was competing with like the G Funk sound of West Coast, so it was like you know getting into the competing sounds. But mm-hmm. um, I, I agree, I like the novelty of it. I just like the idea that there's someone there to help guide you in case you've got questions and like in case you're not 100% sure. Um, I, re- I wish that I could actually ask questions because I think that would make, make mm-hmm. this album more interesting. Cause, like interactive the- album experience. Well, that would be cool. <laughs> so, to be honest, with the way tech is heading right now, it wouldn't surprise me if that <laughs> yeah, yeah, might happen at one some day. point. Um, but, yeah, I, I also like that they said it was going to be bass-heavy. Um, you know, it wasn't like the the best intro that we've heard in terms of musically like it didn't exactly pump up the vibe or anything like that but no. i thought it was a nice intro so i also gave it three stars oh cute <laughs> whenever matt and i match it's yeah. always it is cute isn't it like you guys are all syncing up so cute. like it was meant to be matt and i sync up a lot i've noticed okay. yeah that's strange because i i've you know, I picture both of you as having very different tastes. Maybe we try to stay as objective as possible, Danny, whereas you like to put in your biases. Yeah, like, that's a good point. With this album in particular, I fully understand that this album is a hip-hop classic and people will die, you know, defending this album. But, like, I'm just going into it and this is just personal preference some of these songs do nothing for me some do some don't and i just for me it's not a classic to my ears it doesn't move me like you know if you put this side by side with you know albums i really do love like mob deeps the infamous and you know enter the wu-tang they're completely different styles so You know, that I have my preferences and obviously this album doesn't cater to those preferences. It could still be good. It's very different to what we've heard you you say you like, even on this podcast. Just even the, the lyrics that you like, even that kind of stuff, this is very far removed from that type of hip-hop. Yeah, yeah. So this was a very interesting experience going through and really having to sit down and and listen to this album, like, seriously. Well, that leads into, obviously, finish track one, a nice, easy intro. Um, But track two, Steve Biko, Stir It Up. Matt, do you want to take the first proper track, have the first swing at this one? I would love to take the first swing. I'd like to jump right into it, if you know what I mean. Hey! (laughs) Um, This is just... This is fire. This is a fire track. <laughs> this is a banger, dog. <laughs> yeah, absolute banger. Yeah. It doesn't get much better than this, to be honest. Um, <laughs> it just, I feel cooler. Like, I literally feel cooler for listening to a Drive Core Quest. Like, I don't know, they just, they're so funky. Like, their instrumentals are so funky and their, their like, l- l- delivery of their lyrics is so smooth. Like, I'm just... I don't know. I feel like at the time, in 93, like, 
yes, they, they they're not like a Snoop Dogg, like they're not like a gangster like group. That they're like they're cool. Like I feel like these guys would have been like really really cool. Um, like cool cats. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In my mind, these guys are like the opposite of cool. In my mind, when I put the when I put Fife Dog and Q Tip next to Ghostface Killer, Method Man, Rizza, Jizza, you know, the entire Wu-Tang Clan. Wu-Tang Clan is cool. And A Tribe Called Quest is like the opposite no, in but every I way. Like your, your definition of cool is different to mine. Like, like the, Yeah, probably. If I say cool, like cool cats, like Aaron was saying, that's what these guys are, you know? Um, yeah. Whereas, whereas Wu Tang are cool dogs, is that what you're saying? No, like Wu Tang are like I don't know more gangster, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, and gangster to me is cool, you know. Yeah, yeah, but like yeah. this is the type, I see what you're saying. This is the type of music that like this is like almost like it's music for like so many different like days. It's like it could this could be easily paid at a party. This could easily just be chiller music. Like if you're hanging out, like. I don't know. But I suppose you could say the same for Wu Tang. Anyway, this song I really liked. <laughs> I thought like it has clever lyrics. They're delivered, like I said before, smoothly by Five Dog and Q Tip. Um, Q Tip takes the takes the cake on this track for me. I love his lyrics where he says, "I'm recognizing the voice inside my head is urging me to be myself, but never follow someone else because opinions are like voices. We all have a different kind, so just clean out all of your ears. These are my views, and you will find and like." When he finishes that lyric, then the second beat drop comes in. Like he he speeds up those lyrics of his, and um, I don't know. I just really really like that. And yeah, I can't really. Fall. That's literally the only that part you just mentioned is the only time where he sounds interesting in the entire song when he speeds it up and does something different mm. to what he did yeah. for the rest of the track. For me, okay. So yeah, yeah. Instrumental love lyrics like hooks okay. Nothing, nothing wrong with it. Five stars. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, it looks okay. You know, yeah, they're all right. Five stars. Yeah. And by the way, this is my favorite <laughs> song of the album as well. Steve Beaker. I love it. Are you serious? Yeah, I love it. Lo- love it. Love it a lot. Whoa. Wait, why are you saying the hook's okay? Oh, sorry. You just said the hook's okay. Yeah, no, no. I, I probably should have been like, nah, I, like, it's okay because it's like, it's not like, oh my God, this is the best hook ever. Like, it's okay. It fits in with the track. Like, I don't, like, you know, hate it, don't love it. Like, it's it's okay. I'm more interested in that instrumental and just, like, the overall yeah. feel of the song. Yeah. You came into the review straight away, like, stir it up. Yeah. It sounded like yeah. you loved it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's really good. So, yeah, that's my opinion on this track. Tear it up, Danny. Tear it apart. Tear it up. So Matt's going to stir it up and I'm going to tear it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I'm obvious, like, it's just interesting. Like, I would love to be able to hear what Matt hears and maybe, Aaron, you might have a similar opinion to Matt. I don't know. But I don't hear anything that he's hearing. Like, for me, this beat does literally nothing for me. Like, I, I don't want to listen to an instrumental like this. I don't know why. And it's, well, it's probably because, like, you know, um, their entire style is is very jazz-influenced. And, you know, this album, like you said, 
they they tried to go more towards a more mainstream get the boom bap get the drums in which is good but like it's still very jazz infused and that like jazzy hip hop is clearly from this listen through and th- and from my listens of low end theory back in the day it's just not my thing and and if yeah. jazzy hip hop is not my thing I don't, there's just nothing I can do about that. I'm just not going to enjoy this kind of music as much as the next guy, you know? So that's probably my biggest problem. So beat does nothing for me. But another big, big problem is their voices are so uninteresting to me. Their voices do nothing for me either. Q-Tip has a, an incredibly boring voice for me. Five Dog's like a little bit more interesting. But like... You know, compare it to, you know, I I picked Flatbush Zombies because, as a review for the podcast, because Michi Darko's voice, like, blows me away. Like, half the reason I love that group so much is because of one of the rappers has an amazing voice. That, yeah. is, that plays such a big part in my enjoyment of music. And these guys do not have it. They don't have that special factor with their voices, which which could have, you know, helped me appreciate the music more. So so they lose marks there. It's not their fault. It's just my preference. They don't do nothing for me. And because the voices, you know, don't do much for me, the you know, it doesn't draw me into what they're saying either. I don't I, I don't find anything particularly special about the lyrics. And that might just be because the voices aren't interesting to me. And so I can't really go, oh, but that lyric was really cool. Because even their delivery, they're not delivering it the way I want them to deliver it. Um, but like I, I could I could pick out a line like, so Fife Dog says, Tip and Shah, they all that. Fife Dog ditto. Honey, tell your man to chill or else you'll be a widow. Like, you know, that is that is a hard line. But the way Fife delivers the line, it's in a way that you don't even believe he could make anyone a widow. It's he delivers it like nursery rhyme style for me. It's like it's like ABC, you know, play school Sesame Street kind of rhyming. That's what it sounds like. Um, so the rhyme schemes overall, in general, and on this song, are extremely basic. Like, there's no multi-syllable mir- lyrical miracle anything. It's all basic. Maximum, they're rhyming two syllables. Maximum. And and most of the time, they're rhyming, you know, hat and cat. So, you know, that's not working for me. S- some things I did like was, you know, the back and forth in the third verse. That was kind of entertaining. I appreciated that. Um, and like Matt picked out those bars, Q-tip, the way he kicks off his fourth verse, it's in an interesting way. But then, like, once that little intro is over and he and the beat switches, it, he just goes back to that standard flow and then I'm bored again. So, you know, there, there are definitely better songs than this for me on this album, but this is not a great start. Like, I'm not – I didn't switch on this first song and go, oh, okay – Maybe I was wrong about them all along. I put on this song and I was like, okay, I was right about them all along. And this is like three stars. Not impressed. No. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I didn't expect that because I gave this five stars. Yes, Aaron. Damn, dog. Yeah. Um, and uh, like, I'm going to give a little bit more background because they mentioned whenever they mention someone uh, that I have no idea who they are, I always look into them. So, like, Steve Biko, do you guys know who Steve Biko is or no. Biko? No. So, apparently, he was like an- against anti colonialism and anti oppression of like the African American community. So, again, nothing that surprises us. Like, you know, we, we say it every, every time that. The problems that African Americans have had in the past, they still have today. But in terms of for for Biko, he he pretty much believed that revolution wouldn't come from fighting; rather, it would come from like improving your self worth and making sure that you believe more in yourself than what the white oppressive population believes, and therefore you need to elevate your mental game and he believed that it was all about elevating yourself rather than fighting someone else and so that's actually an interesting kind of message that i think it's similar to that of you know sahai mentioned it as well that he believed that instead of killing one another he believes that you know we should focus uh as say we as in the african-american community should focus on you know um focus becoming more successful and being more educated, all those things. So interesting that this is someone that they, that they uh, dedicated this track to. Mm. Do the lyrics reflect any of that? No. Okay. <laughs> they do mention him. They, I mean, Q-Tip does say, I really can't say, I guess I love to keep from crying. So much going on, people killing, people dying. But I don't dwell on that. I think I'll elevate my mental. Thanks for these bars on the Biko instrumental. So he does mention it, but other than that, there's no other direct reference. Mm. So uh, that's the uh, the confusing part. It's more of a dedication. But also, do you guys know how tall Five Dog is? Five foot. He's the five foot assassin. Yeah, five foot three. So we reviewed Stormzy, and he's six foot something. Five Dog is without a doubt the shortest rapper we'll, we would have reviewed. <laughs> and I, I couldn't help myself, but I wonder how big his toes are. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, not. I'm sure it's all relative. It's all, yeah. uh, all in proportion. Yeah, but th- this beat works for me. Like, I, I was like with Matt. I like this beat. I like the smooth bass. I feel like... Got my head bopping, and I don't know. I feel like the production here works. I also, but what I also found interesting was do like the swearing here. This whole album barely has any swearing, and they censor some of it. Yeah, I like I couldn't part of me almost needed more swearing. It was like it was it was missing the that touch of like you know a little bit of aggression wasn't there in the same way that we've seen in other albums. Um, but I also like that, you know, represent, represent, sent. I just like that flow throughout this. Um, and then I thought I thought Five Dog had the mo- more interesting lines, though, compared to Q-Tip. And I agree with you, Danny, his voice was better. Um, like he said, yeah, I'll take it back. I'm the Indian giver. MC, take notes as I stand and deliver. Percussion isn't less. D's wear the vest. 
why they dodging bullets, you should be dodging quests. Yeah. He's definitely more of the traditional punchline rapper. Like, he, he really yeah. goes for punchlines and references. Like, he references all these people of the day that go over my head, but it's like, you know, a lot of similes of da-da-da-da-da like Joe Schmo. And it's like, you need to know who that person is, but he's he's having a go, and I appreciate that part of his style. Like, he is the more traditional rapper as opposed to Q-Tip, who's, like, more in his own world. He's d- Q-Tip is more unique, you know, yeah. which is good. It's good in hip-hop for people to have unique styles, but, you know, obviously not my kind of style. But I, I, I like the the contrast between them both. I think that's something good about Tribe. Yeah. Their flows are nice. The words come out of their mouths easily. You can tell that it's not difficult. Like, mm. you know, there's it's not like we turn around and go, mm, it seems like they struggled to do that. It sounds like it, it is very much in their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, five stars. I like the start. I was like, okay, interesting. I didn't expect to give it five stars, but um, five stars and I'm happy with the start. So hopefully I get more of what I like. Yeah. Let's see if we're awarded with more good tracks. Danny. That was really bad. You didn't even put tour in there. You just awarded. The track's not called awarded. No, no, but. No, no, no. You you stuffed it up, mate. Admit it. (laughs) Try my best. (laughs) Track three, award tour. Danny, why don't you take this one off? Okay. Well, I, I'm starting to feel like, I'm starting to think that this is not going to look, like I'm self-conscious now because I understand, and I want to hammer this home, I understand that A Tribe Called Quest is a classic group and I'm going to shit on them a lot, but I know that they are, very important to hip-hop. They are just not my style, and I can't do anything about it. But anyway, let me shit on this one. So, um, <laughs> nah, anyway, I, I do enjoy the beat more than the last. Um, still, you're always going to get this jazzy element to it. This definitely has it, but I feel like the drums are really hard. Like, they're really crisp on this one more than more than it was on the previous track. So I appreciate the beat a little bit more. Um, the beat switch during the verses, I think was cool. Like it didn't, didn't blow me away, but you know, it's something, a nice touch you can add into a song. So wasn't mad at that. The hook is decent. Um, I can see how it would be catchy. It's definitely catchy for the, you know, if you're the right person, like I personally wouldn't be rapping along to it, but, um, I can definitely understand how it would be a catchy hook. Like, again, no quotes that I really feel like pulling out to, to you know, for the podcast. Just the lyrics, they wash over me. They just fly by. And and when Q-Tip resorts to repeating, do that, do that, do do that, 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 do that, do that, do do that, 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 I'm like, all right, you know, I'm over. I'm over it. I'm done. So Fife, again, he puts in, for me, the better performance. Um, but, you know, it's not enough to save the song from the depths of mediocrity. And I'm giving this three and a half stars. No. Mm. A slight step up. It's three and a half stars. It's like, it's not bad. 
But like, I think you, know, you just need to it. get past the jazz element of it all. Yeah, but it's just not my style, and there's nothing I can do about it. And and people don't know, but I've, we've sat on this album for four weeks, almost a month of listening to this album. And if it hasn't grown on me in a month, I think mean, you know we just have to accept this is not my thing, and that's it. You can't do anything about it. Yeah, well, I don't agree with you, Danny, because I gave award tour five stars as well. I agree, five stars. Yeah. I found this beat works like the heavy drums the other instruments in there the hook is simple and it's catchy so for you it didn't work but for me it worked Mm -hmm. um but i do agree that q-tip is the weaker artist again in this track it doesn't have anything to me that is particularly interesting but fife at least tries to do something interesting like he he said the wackest crews try to diss it makes me laugh when my track record's longer than a DC-20 aircraft. So next time that you think you want something here, make something deaf or take that garbage to straight elsewhere. Saint the elsewhere. unfortunate thing is... Huh? Saint elsewhere. Saint elsewhere. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Well, the only thing is, as I'm saying these lines, I know they're not the hardest lines that we've ever mentioned. You know, where all it's it's almost like a subgenre of hip hop where it is a little bit more corny. It's like you know more child friendly mm-hmm. in a way, mm-hmm. um, rather than being you know R rated, which most hip hop is. Yeah. So taking that into consideration, like this, this is still five stars because the beat for me works. And if I can take a, a Matt ism, and he said it about. 8 million times, this is a perfectly constructed song rather than a track in the way that it's not it's not your classic hip-hop track. It's more of a, you know, song in the sense of it has a hook, it has all these elements of traditionally what every song in every genre looks like. Correct. <laughs> so you also subscribe to the theory that song is different from track? Uh... In this sense, I do. <laughs> He's correct because that's exactly what, what I wrote as well. A oh track God. Me, a track to me is cool. This is not so cool. A song is not as cool, if that makes sense. Yeah. They're literally, for me, they are pure, pure synonyms. Pure yeah. synonyms. I don't understand how you are differentiating between songs and tracks. Uh when you say track, it sounds gangster. Song sounds more like, you know, generic across the yeah, board. Yeah, but that's like in general conversation, you could be like, oh, track, you know, like when, when a song comes on the radio, you're like, oh, track, you know, to say like this yeah. is a good one. But they still mean the same thing. I understand that, but I'm jumping on Matt's kind of, we've, we've coined it now. Yeah, and so I'm never, we- ever jumping on that. He can ha- you guys can have it. I'm not jumping anywhere, mate. jump, mate. Yeah. <laughs> also just quickly also wanted to say i like that end with um the guide chiming in where she said seven out of ten times we listen to our music at night thus spawn the title of this program yeah and then the word maraud means salute in this case we maraud for ears which is just a cool image it's probably the coolest image in this whole track that you know these people are looting for ears I just imagine them having a bag of ears that they literally 
collect. Um, and I just thought that was interesting. I'm not sure if that's true anymore, that seven out of ten times people listen to music at night just with, you know, Spotify and being able to take music on the I'm go. I'm sure that was ever true. <laughs> I think it's just some bullshit they made up. I don't know, but I think it's less if less true now than it ever was. Yeah. What, do you think they scientists went around surveying people about their music listening habits? Don't know. It wouldn't surprise me at all. <laughs> music is an interesting thing to research. So yeah. I don't know, actually, you could be right. Yeah, you could be onto something. But, yeah, that's it. Five stars, baby. Aaron said every Bang single up. thing that I wanted to say. Oh, Aaron! So annoying, Aaron. You, Come you up with your own stuff, Aaron. Aaron. Let Matt say it. He said three for the first one. I said three. Second, five. Third, five. We're exactly the same. Yeah. No. See, it's not cute anymore. It's embarrassing. Do you know that this... No, nah, Danny's definitely wrong on this album. He's sleep, he slept on it. Um, I, I admit... I am admitting I am probably wrong. I think maybe I am wrong. Obviously, critical consensus and, and fan consensus is I'm wrong. But I can't help it. Yeah, yeah. All right, now, Matt, we need to take him saying I'm wrong on repeat and just keep it forever because <laughs> it's the first time he's ever said no, I'm wrong. You know I admit when I'm wrong. It just happens very, very, very rarely. Frequently. No, you know. Oh, rarely, yes. <laughs> no, you know, you know. Um, but, yeah, this is this is the very first single from the album. Did you know that? No way. Yeah. That's why, that's why it's the most complete-sounding song so far. Um, Tell me more. Bounces. It's a bouncy song. It's got a catchy hook. There's crystal clear verses once again. Five Dog wins this. Um, uh, Aaron mentioned the lyrics. Uh, the, um, I'll just do the last line. Make something deaf or take that garbage to sin elsewhere. I think that was really, like, it was really funny. Um, Break it down. Break it down for us. What do you mean? Take that garbage to Saint Elsewhere. What's what's that all about? So it's like if you can't make a dope track like they've done or a dope song, whichever you prefer to use as a synonym, um, then you know, piss off basically. Take it, take it to. You know. What does Saint Elsewhere mean? Well, that's why I thought it was street no. because street elsewhere to me is a location, so it makes more sense. True, but he definitely says Saint Elsewhere. Um, yeah, I know, but I'm guessing Saint Elsewhere means something that's going over our heads. Maybe. I haven't what does Saint, what does Saint Elsewhere mean? Mm. That's why I couldn't really understand it, but. Yeah. I thought, you, I thought you could have enlightened me. I couldn't. I couldn't, unfortunately. But yeah, there's nothing wrong with this song, and the robotic voice at the end is cool as well. She keeps adding cool sh- facts. Yeah, five stars. Let's go, baby. Let's get, a, let's get a third five star track in a row with the next one. Let's go. Let's go. Correct. Let's go. <laughs> uh, let's go into track four, eight million stories. Yeah. Aaron, this one's yeah. yours, baby. Thank you. Thank you very much. I've been waiting for this one. Yeah. Um, so this is where the five-star run ends. Oh! It ends for me. And the first and main thing is... The beat. The beat is not interesting to me here. It seems bland and it doesn't really take my ear. As someone who loves beats, 
this is not the thing that got me into this track. Now, I understand it's about having the ultimate bad day, you know. Again, it's more of a story track, waking up, going on dates, helping friends, like Fife's running into trouble, um, and then, like, there's just... And then I know the message is, like, you know, there's the same story. It's, like, there's 8 million stories that are very similar like this. Um, And I know that this track is actually referenced by Jay-Z in Empire State of Mind. Um, But, uh, like, I don't know. How do you know that? I've researched it. He's doing his research, baby. He's doing his research. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. Well, like, the, the beat is dark and ominous. But, and the only way I could sum up this track is I had to disagree with Ice Cube. It's not a good day to be Five Dog. Oh. It's not a good day. That is the, yeah, but that is the point of what Ice Cube is for you, Dumbo. I know, but I'm just taking some, just very simple. Just wanted to tie it up nicely in a neat little bow. (laughs) (laughs) Stuffed it up. But yeah, and then like, it shit just goes wrong and it starts with him like, you know, ironing his shirt and then like, you know, he tries to to go on a date. And I like I understand it's just not that interesting to me. Um I don't know. This to me was three and a half stars. I did like the Jamaican accent that he puts on here. And I know this is a critically acclaimed song. Like or shall I say track, whichever one well, Danny which one, well which one is it? You track. try me. Um, so this is a track. But tracks, so, tracks are better than songs. Well, no, they're different. Ah, oh, okay. Nah, it's making sense now. It's definitely making more sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I just liked it when he put on the Jamaican accent when he said, just move in front of me with your batty face. I just like that little touch. But overall, the hook was trash. The outro was trash. Ooh. And this album I crap. don't think I'd listen to this song on repeat. So... Like, I think it's good, and I think the concept is good, but I don't think it's that memorable. Like, I haven't actively gone in my spare time to listen to this again. So I'm giving it three stars. You said three and a half before. I'm even even now thinking about it, I'm going down. I'm di- rating it <laughs> lower, just thinking about it, because I haven't gone back to it. I'm deducting another half mark. <laughs> going down. I just convinced myself to do three and a half to be kind but in my heart to hearts i know it's three <laughs> that's funny 20 seconds ago you said three and a half <laughs> and then i just kept talking and then i convinced myself it was three stars so yeah. um yeah. <laughs> yeah. i wonder what it'll be in another that's 20 seconds well let me just chime in real quick because it's interesting because like you said this is like a downgrade of a beat and for me it's an upgrade of a beat like it's it's clearly the darkest beat we've heard so far and there's very minimal jazzy stuff going on so for me it's like a pleasant change of pace um just because you know you know me i i tend towards the grittier side of hip hop so this is this is you know approaching that level of of what i like but yeah. you know um the fact that it's a storytelling song is is one of the things that helped me get into the lyrics. Like past two tracks, I was just like, you know, listening but not really listening. 
because nothing else was working. But with this one, you know, I could follow along with the lyrics because I could tell there was a clear story going on. But again, like, there's no real flow. He's not flowing. You, you don't listen to him on this song and go, oh, damn, what a flow. There's nothing. It's yeah. nothing to latch onto. He's doing his basic ABC, one, two, three rhymes. So I quickly get bored, you know, after a while listening to that. But I'm got, I gave it three and a half stars. So I don't know what's going on there. I don't know. I don't understand. Like I'm going up and you guys are going down. It's weird. Well, we haven't heard from Matt yet. So Mate, who knows? All I can say this is, is another five stars. All I can say is I'm so glad that Aaron downgraded to three stars because now we've synced up for all of the tracks so far. There you go. <laughs> yes, baby. <laughs> oh, Matt actually quickly texted me saying, downgrade it, downgrade it. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was good. That was very good. <laughs> I'm actually going to do that for the next track now. I'm just going to like privately message you, just be like, oh, what'd you get? <laughs> um, just cough, if you cough me what you want it to be ranked, just do a, a sneaky cough, like <clears throat> two stars. <laughs> I'll, I'll know I'll know what to do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they won't understand. They won't pick up on yeah. it. So you're all good. Now, this is another three-star trackerino. Um, for another one. When I say another, I mean the first one was also three stars. This is just mellow. It's like it's repetitive. It's got a simple hook, a very lengthy outro. I like Five Dogs Versus. Um, the instrumental's okay. The heavy drums are its saving grace. Um, unfortunately, though, I'd probably skip it in the future. Favorite lyrics are Picked up this girl in the hoopty. Just because I rhymed, she tried to suit me. Pay for this, pay for that, loot. For nails and hair. Who the hell you think I am, Mr. Belvedere? <laughs> um, so Mr. Belvedere is a um, TV show. It is essentially like um, this family have a, a butler called Lynn Belvedere who like um, looks after the children when the parents are like out like or they're at work and that sort of thing. And obviously he's always sort of like you know, providing for them and essentially raising them. So that's what, that's that reference there. Um, yeah. And I thought, well done, you passed the test. I thought they were delivered <laughs> humorously, those particular lyrics. It sort of reminded me like of a sci yeah. high, like delivery, because it's like he changed his voice and it's like, bitch, why you got your panties on? Um, so, nah, I get the opposite. From that yeah, specific line think. that you are specifically referencing, I get the opposite feeling. Like, Mr. Belvedere is just like so hokey and like the delivery does not work for me at all. Did you, you know who I would compare like this sound to? Um, that group that Tupac was in before he became a solo artist um, and it had, oh, yeah. the Humpty Dance. Hump, the Humpty you know? Dance. Yeah. Um, no, 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 they did yeah. that. Yeah, actually, I don't know. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking. Digital underground. Digital underground. That's exactly it. Um, like yeah. whether or not digital underground came first or this group came first, but like it would have been Tribe Called Quest came first. But like I don't know. I feel like yeah, this, the whole and they were goofy ads. Yeah, that song is goofy ads. I know. I don't like this, that's shit. what this is. Like I feel like um, generally like they have like a goofier sound like. Um, I don't know, and that's like when you get past that, it's like you can just literally have this on and like just be like 
enjoying it for the goofiness. Like it's not gangster, but like it's fine because it's like there's not a lot of swearing, but that's fine. Like because I don't know, it's just different to what I would usually listen to. I think that's why I liked it. But this song I didn't really like um, because it was just mm. for those reasons I mentioned. So Yeah, it's kind of scary now that you guys have synced up the entire way for four songs because like now I definitely feel like I'm, I've done something wrong. Like I don't know what's going on. Nah. I've, I've never heard you be so insecure about your ratings. No, because I know that this is a classic album and why can't I see that? I don't know what's going on. Well, it's still very early for for you to just be panicking completely. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's still so many tracks left to go. We're four tracks in. Yeah, but what? I know. Yeah, well, I know my opinions going going <laughs> through this album. So, I don't I don't see much changing to be He's honest. scared. But it's just weird. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, to be honest. It's interesting, though. I like it. I wonder if the next album you're going to pick is going to like be such a stark contrast from this one because like you really don't vibe this sound, so you just got to get it out of your ears. Yeah, well, I obviously wouldn't pick anything like this because this is not my style. Yeah, but I think that's also good. That's why this podcast is good because it's like we all pick things that like sometimes we all would enjoy and sometimes we'll just be a, like a left ball, like a ball from left court, you know? Yeah. Like something we need to listen to rather than something that we love. Yeah. Like this is one we needed to listen to, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, I really liked it when you picked this album. I was like, oh, that's that's nice. Like, okay, I get it. I get a chance to give Tribe a chance, you know? Yeah. like Because I never really gave them a shot. I wrote them off as as this particular brand of hip hop without ever really diving deep into their work. And now I've dived deep into this one album, which, which sounds to me like is fairly representative of most of their stuff, if not a little bit harder than most of their stuff. And it's not working for me. So, I mean, it's good to know that, that I don't have to go any further into their discography because you know, why, why do that when I can, you know, go to my true and trusted favourites or pursue a different line or whatever. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm sure they'd have a message for you, Danny, and you're a sucker N. Well, I don't think they'd call me that, to be honest. <laughs> they might. They might. <laughs> yeah. You're going to tear down their tracks. But track five, sucker N, you guys know what it is. Obviously, we're not going to say it on this podcast. Um, but sucker N is the next track. Matt or Danny, who's who wants to who wants to have a go? I'm interested to see if Matt and I sync up on this as we well. Are yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm ready. <laughs> How about you go first and then I'll just copy you? Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah. Um Matt, you go. I'm going, mate. I'm bloody going. Um No, seriously, go home. Oh. Get out of here. How bloody dare you. Um, this track for me. Well, wait, wait, before you, is this a track or a song? Let me know. Um, this is a song. This is a song. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, so this better be, this is good. Then. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, good. Keep going, keep going. I described yeah. it as informative and thought provoking. Um, obviously around. That, that sounds like a song to me. Yeah. It's obviously surrounding the N word. I like the beat book and verses however what is preventing this song from being a five star song 
is... I think we all know what you're going to say. Di- it's so disappointing that Q-Tip repeated his first verse. Yeah, I knew time, it. Rather than yeah. spitting some new shit. So that yeah. dropped it immediately to a four-star song, um, but I still like everything else about it. Um, my favourite lyrics are... My style is kind of fat, reminiscent of a whale. Um, I don't know why. It's silly. It's goofy. But like, I don't know. I just—it's not even clever. It's not clever at all. I don't know. <laughs> I thought I, I thought it was quality because it was so silly, um, and I appreciated yeah. the robotic-sounding voice feature at the end, and its advice on the use of guns is interesting. I thought so. Four stars for me, baby. We're we're back up. Let's go. Let's go. Five stars for the next one. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine Aaron going as high as four stars for this because I feel like that the fact that the verse is repeated entirely that must annoy Aaron more than one star M- worth more than one star of annoyance because it is for me and like I agree this is it's an interesting subject to tackle but execution falls flat I wouldn't like he barely he barely touches on it. Like he could have gone way deeper on like exploring the origins of the N-word and how the power of the word has evolved over time. But he just I feel like he scratches the surface mm. for the, for this song. Um but yeah, like I just cannot get past that the second verse is identical to the first verse word for word. Yeah, 100% like, agree. Just cannot I it wasn't good enough. To be repeated for me. Like, I had issues with the verse anyway because I don't think it went it went deep enough and then he repeated it again. So it just annoyed me heaps. And this is two stars because it's so annoying. That's fair. The more I think about it, I probably should downgrade it. And, like, yeah, I'm scared that Aaron's going to not do a four now, so it's going to ruin our record. Yeah, you stuffed it up, Matt. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to tear this one and you ask hey. because... I am really disappointed with this track. Let's because Five Dog has his solo track, and now Q-Tip comes in with his track all about you know the N word. And you're right; he doesn't really go that deep. Mm. Um, he doesn't really explore anything too revolutionary here. Like he just kind of says things that we already know in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 beat doesn't blow me away. Um, it's in my mind probably the least dynamic beat that we've heard so far. Um, it's just it's just not interesting. There's a little bit of piano in there, but it's not that interesting. The I I literally have no understanding of what the point of the hook is. Like, mm. I, it, it's so repetitive um, and not catchy. Like, I didn't find anything about this track catchy, and. I am really annoyed by the ultimate cop-out of using the same verse twice. What's the point of that? I don't understand. I heard it the first time. And if I liked it, I'll go back and listen to the track again. (laughs) Unfortunately, I didn't like it the first time and I definitely don't like it repeated a second time and it is, without a doubt, two stars. Hey. Like, we've synced up, Matt. You're a loser. Me and I are synced up. No, no, no. Oh, that's good. I did like the outro, though. That, this is, the outro gave it a start. You're not any less of a man if you don't pull the trigger. You're not necessarily a man if you do. 
That yeah. to me is actually thought provoking and it poses an interesting question. Um, but other than that, this song can just leave. I'm not interested in it. And it made me so annoyed. Like it got me in a bad mood after that. It just hit <laughs> me the wrong way. So yeah, two stars, disappointing, very disappointing way to to move into track. Can five. you imagine if like a rapper did that today? Like they literally had the same verse. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's been done. I'm sure it's been done. I've, I, there's like a, although it's not quite the same, Aaron, have you heard that Guilty Sibs and Apollo Brown album? Uh, I've heard a lot of the tracks. I'm not sure which one you're talking about. Though. There is, there is one where he, it's basically the same verse twice, although he changes like he and she. So like, it's like, One's from a male perspective and one's from a woman's perspective, but literally it's word for word, but interchanging he and she. Like it's been, I'm just saying I've heard this kind of thing done. I'm sure it's done. People think they're so, they're such hot shit that they, they need to be heard twice. Mm. I'm sure it's done. Yeah. yeah. And plus this is, this is a classic song. This is a classic song on a classic album. And people are like, well, if it's a classic, it must be a good thing to do. Yeah. I like, but this is, goes back to that discussion of just because it's classic doesn't mean that everything in the album is the right thing to do. And this is the perfect example of what not to do. Yeah. In my, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, it's a cop out and Q-Tip's voice isn't that interesting anyway. So if I look back on it, like the only thing that would carry it through a second time is his voice. And because his voice is quite monotonous, it's boring. So like Guilty Simpson has a good voice, so you could probably say he could get away with it because at least his voice is interesting. Yeah. And it adds, it does like, you know, as an instrument. But in this, I just don't see it. So, um, yeah, garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Trash. Well, let's move into track six because uh, I don't think I can handle talking about that track anymore. Um, just makes me upset. But <laughs> track six, Midnight. Danny, Yo. you're up, mate. Yo, midnight. So this is like an interesting one. Um, for me, this is like the song where I feel like in my head, this beat is like a classic beat. Like I feel like I've heard this beat throughout, you know, wherever I research hip hop and stuff, I feel like I feel like this beat pops up a lot. I don't know why I get that impression. But um. I'm not even sure if that's even the case. I don't even know if this is the classic beat or this is the classic instrumental, but in my head, I feel like it is. And like, because I get the sense that this might be a classic, like instrumental, I think I enjoy it more than I otherwise would. So this is like one of my fave instrumentals, but like, even, even though that's the case, my main critique would be that the beat is slightly too repetitive like it is the same sounds over and over and over again so overall i think i do like the instrumental though so it's you know i like it i someone needs to correct me if this is like just an average song or like a, a typical tribe song or if this is actually like a mind-blowing classic i don't know could be wrong but um yeah and this is basically q-tips storytelling song so, you know, because Fife had his 8 million stories. and it, But it has the same problems as 8 million stories did. Um, like, the story's decent, 
but the delivery is not. Like, yeah. I really can't get past how boring and uninteresting I find their voices and their flows and their delivery and Q-Tip especially. Like, Q-Tip especially rubs me the wrong way with his, like, voice and flows. Like, so boring to me. Um, and it's weird because I know that he is the one. Like, he is... When people think of Tribe, Q-Tip is what? Q-Tip is basically Tribe. He's like 90% of what people think about when they think of Tribe. But, um, mm. and, oh, like, I probably should mention, like, Q-Tip is, is actually insanely, massively important to the history of Mob Deep. Do you guys know that? No. No. He is, like, integral because Mob Deep had... They came out with their first album, Juvenile Hell, in like 93 or something. And and it was like a flop. It was like basic shit. And they were just like kids. And so they were done. Like they dropped this album. It had DJ Premier. I think it had Pete Rock production on it. Like they went all out with these kids, like these 15, 16-year-old mob deep mm. kids. And like it flopped and they were done. They were finished. And so they just, they were like, ah, oh, they were depressed, down in the dumps. And, but they were still trying to hustle. They were still trying to get on. Like, you know, it failed, but they were still trying to, you know, cl- you know, claw their way back to record labels and stuff. And Q-Tip, they bumped into Q-Tip, and Q-Tip was like, "I like you, kids. I want to give you guys a shot." And through Q-Tip, they got their second chance. And Q-Tip helped with the production. He has a couple of production credits. He's featured on The Infamous and The Infamous is one of the greatest albums of all time. Fact. And one of my personal favorites. So I love Q-Tip as a figure in hip hop, but as a rapper, no, thank you. So, you know, disappointing that, that I, you know, came to that realization here, but you know, I do appreciate Q-Tip as a figure of hip hop. Um, I like the line where he says, though, he says, um, coming down the block, man, loud as F. Well, he, they bleep it out. That's the Even when they have the good line, they bleep it out because they yeah. bleep out fuck. But it would be coming down the block, man, loud as fuck. You would swear red man was inside the truck. <laughs> like, that's awesome. Mm. That is like they're blasting a red man album so loud that You'd think Red Man was actually in there. That's really funny. But even that is ruined because they they made the decision to bleep out the F word. And so it doesn't even rhyme because it's coming down the block man loud as you would swear Red Man was inside the truck. It just doesn't work anymore. The line, though, with the swearing in it is actually really funny. But um, overall, enjoy the song more than anything else I've heard so far. Four stars. Mm. Well, I like that that info about Q-Tip. I had no idea. Yeah, that, I love, yeah, yeah. Without that's why that's I, cool. I will have a soft spot for Q-Tip for what he's done to my favorite group ever. But yeah, that is very interesting, Danny. This is where we part ways, my friend. When it comes to <laughs> our reviews, we synced up on one track, one track, and it's it's over. Oh, he's left. Um, yeah, I've dumped you. I've dumped you. I've moved on yeah. to a different number. Yeah. Um, but I like the idea of this track as well in the sense that it 
it's a track about what happens when it's dark. Like, I just like that as a concept. Um, but this beat didn't really work for me. They have this re- reverb in there, like the, I don't know what instrument it, it is, but it's like a like a cow horn or whatever it is. I don't know. But they have this reverb and it doesn't really work for me. And I can see, I can kind of hear what you mean, Danny, when you say that it sounds like an iconic beat. Mm. It just doesn't feel that good. Like, even though it may be iconic, I don't like it. Okay. Um, and then they've got this problem with the hook. It starts small and then it gets bigger and then it gets so unnecessarily big at the end of the track. Like, it is so, like, it's just line after line and just the night is on my mind, the sun will still shine, the night is on my mind, the night <laughs> is on my mind, the night is on Like, it's just the same thing and you're going to see this critique from me a lot because this is a huge problem that they have. Every single hook they do is re- repetition. It's not that interesting. So this is where I start to pick up on it and I'm like, okay, it's it's too much. So uh, the first hook, the smaller hook works. The longer hook doesn't work for me. Um, and as much as Q-Tip's flow sounded nice, I didn't feel that much like Content-wise, I guess it's a story about, you know, with Jake's on the prowl, I police on the prowl, but I just didn't feel like it did that much for mm. me. Mm. Um, like he says, as the night seemed dark, how cops is on a hunt, they interrupt your cipher and crush your blunt. See you left work at home, so they pat you down for nothing. Why in the hell does 10-4 keep fronting? So that to me is more of a comment and once again, the same things are happening right now in our society. That's more interesting to me as a reflection rather than mind-blowing in terms of lyricism. I think it was good and the tour guide as well chiming in with like, you know, the the AIDS and, you know, education will help reduce its numbers. I'd probably agree with that. Um, I'm not sure if it's the most powerful thing our tour guide has said thus far, mm-hmm. but this didn't really have too many quotables. It's probably a background song to me, and I gave it three stars. Mm. No! Oh, for fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is clearly five stars, man. What did you give it, Danny? Four stars. Oh, we'll do the three, four, five, baby. Here we go. Whoa! <laughs> This is a five-star track. Is it, oh, so this, this one's a track, is it? Sorry. No, this is a song. This was the first song uh, after listening to the album. This is the first song. You know how there's always one that sticks in your mind? And like you like are singing yeah. the next morning? Yeah. Couldn't help it. Couldn't help myself because the night is on my mind. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I think I get what you're saying about the repetition. It can be annoying, but I think that's also a part of their success as well because like – yeah, I think it works. Yeah. I think it like ingrains it into your mind. Um, yeah, no. I understand, but there's like, you know, repeat it four, five times, but they repeat it so many times at the end that it just feels like, but I've, I've heard this already. They say it at the start of the track, they say it in the middle of the track, and then they extend the hook at the end of the track. Yeah, but they're just, they're I get worried it. That you might I've heard it. it. You might have in your mind. That's why. <laughs> 
YouTube clearly thinks that we'll forget because he's a big fan of repetition, as we saw in the last track. So yeah. kind of fits. So I just, I'm just not a huge fan of that type of repetition, and I'm not a huge fan of just extending hooks for no reason. It did like, what's the reason? What's the huge benefit here? Mm-hmm. I don't think it added anything. Yeah. Well, I think it's a five-star <laughs> um, You took the wind out of his sails, Aaron. Good one. Look, when I make a good point, it's a good point. That was a trash point, mm. mate. I think that... Trash track. It's a, it's a good story rap little song. song, isn't it? My favourite lyrics from this banger are... No, it's not a banger, but like my favourite lyrics from this are... <laughs> um, how he finishes. Because he, he, he says jibs before in his raps, and he's like, but let me slow down. I think I ran my jibs enough. Peace out to the nation. Stay rugged and rough. I don't know. I just There's something real, I really like about that end to his verse. That's why I picked that as my favorite lyrics. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. Like, this is just the song that's stuck in my head, so it's like I have to give this five stars because it was, it was catchy, and, yeah, I liked it. So... No, it gives you that nice, funny feeling that you love. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, like if a song gives you that feeling, that's a five-star song. Yeah. Yeah. You know, can't help it. Nothing more to say, really. There's just some songs you don't know why they stick with you, they just stick with you. Yeah. Yeah. So that is that. Yeah, so this this is... Short and sharp. Derailed here, like we're all over the place now. No. No one's syncing yeah, up. Yeah, we had a thing going. Yeah, you guys ruined it. I can't believe Danny gave we a can four get star. I wonder if he's ever going to give a five on this bad boy. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll find out. All right, track seven. We can get down. We can get down. Yeah, we can get down. We can get down. We can get down. We can we can get down. Hey. So catchy. <laughs> so catch. Well, I think this is Aaron's turn. Well, I feel like Matt is ready to go, so I'll uh, Matt, you can go for it. Okay, I bloody will. I'm going to get down to this. Um, another. <laughs> fun That's a transition. That is a good transition. How bloody day! I already said. Um, no, you, what did you say? I said we. I'll say I'll get down, but you missed it. No, anyway, no. I'm not going to repeat what I said. Yeah. It'll be in the. It'll be for the for the listeners. They can. Go back. <laughs> um, but anyway, Matt, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you again. Yeah. And you, uh, from now on, you just have to clarify for me because I'm still really confused. Every song, tell me, is it a song or a track? I will, I will. This is an absolute song. <laughs> song. All right, let me just write this down because I yeah. couldn't try to figure this out. Yeah. All right, so this one's a song. Yeah. Um, the other one was a track. Can I have, uh, I'll, I'll start my some... review of this song with a question. Did both of you bop yeah. your head while you are listening to this? I fell asleep. Does that count? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, no. <laughs> bloody dare you both. Oh, yeah. um, uh, I especially like this instrumental and how it's been scratched up. Um, hook, okay, nothing special, but I still find myself repeating it. I don't know. I think it's maybe it's the simplicity of them that, like, and the repetition that it, I know it's nothing special, but I still repeat it. Um, Fife Dog wins this track for me. I love the always does. lyrics straight from the heart. I represent hip hop. I'd be three albums deep, but I don't want to go pop too many candy rappers seem to be at the top too much candy is no good. So now I'm closing the shop. <laughs> I 
I thought that. Yeah, those are my line. Those are my bars too. I love those. Yeah. However, let me just jump in here and say, because those are my bars, might as well say it here. Like those are good bars, but the combination of the beat and his basic flow, it's like, like I said before, it's like, it sounds like he's performing live on Play School. Or Sesame Street. It's like, stepping on the critics, beating on the foes. The plan is to stay focused. Only then I can grow. Like, it's just, guys, yeah. just like, you'll see straight from the heart of represent hip hop. I'll be three albums deep, but I want to go pop. It's just like, what the hell? That's not, the lyrics are good. The delivery is just, no, it doesn't fit. Can I just say as well, crushing competition like Italians on grapes is like a really corny way to say that you're good. Mm. Like, it's just, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. Like, funny. the more we talk about it, it's like it, they're just a bit corny as well. Yeah. yeah. When you, And the delivery doesn't help. Too many no. candy rappers seem to be at the top. Too many candy isn't good, so now I'm closing the shop. Ta da! <laughs> Mate, you're just not used to some like PG rap, that's all. Yeah, that's not my style. You might be right. Yeah. Anyway, those, those lyrics are hard, though. The lyrics are hard. It's not PG lyrics. It's the delivery. Um, but I love the outro of this song. I like how, but like, I, I also think that it should have been like maybe used earlier. Like the robot voice should have said like these are the, the members of the group. But then I'm like, oh no, this is the third album. So like, you would assume that they everyone knows the members of the group. But like, I don't know. I just like hearing their names and yeah i thought that was cool um so yeah this is a four star track for me sorry four star song for me um possibly five on more listens but four for now Mm, four stars Mm, you say yeah well i mean my biggest gripe was was just the delivery of the lyrics which i already said just like I just, I don't know what's going on. Straight from the heart, I represent hip-hop. I'll be three albums deep, but I don't want to go pop. How's <laughs> I that actually like the way you deliver it, <laughs> Yeah, but it's not it hip-hop, is it? More interesting. No, but it's more interesting. Yeah, but it's not hip-hop. What you have in that, when you deliver it, is actual fluctuations in tonality and in your voice. <laughs> what YouTube doesn't have is fluctuations in tonality, and same as Five. They both... Are starting to sound very samey. Mm, yeah, yeah, they sound the same the whole album. Yeah, and just like so, that's a big complaint. Um, hook is way too repetitive. We can get down. We can we can get down. We can get down. We can we can get down. Um, <laughs> beat like the beat and like the song by extension is just too light and fluffy. Like everything is just. It's going in the opposite direction of what I like. It's just too light, bouncy, you know, happy tones, but not in the right way. Like, I like happy music, but this is just trying too hard to be light in a way. Just, it's not hard enough for me. Um, I gave it three stars. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean to Danny's side. Um, and I don't know. It's it's light and playful is exactly what I wrote down. So you're right. Um, the the scratches at the end of the track are also trash. Like <laughs> I I you guys know I like a scratch, but an unnecessary scratch at at, an, at the end of a song, I like just if you get, make it 
I just want them to be a bit smarter with where they're placing this shit. Yeah. I want the hooks to be a bit smarter. I just want, like, they talk about how they're so good and they say lines like, I'm not your average MC with the Joe Schmo flow, but I think you are. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you are <laughs> an average MC with a Joe Schmo how flow. How dare you? <laughs> He's not wrong. And, like, like I, I, I can't see how anyone could turn around and go, his flow is completely different from anything any other rapper has ever done. Mm. Mate, he 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 is the first rapper. Like all the other rappers that you've heard came after this cool cat. <laughs> That's not true. Oh, you dumb. That's man. not true. Rakim Rakim was doing like bananas flows in like '87. This is already '93. They came out in 1990. Yeah, these guys are Rakim was up. like blowing. No, but what are you talking about? Like people were doing crazy shit with their styles way before Tribe came on. Yeah. So I don't think that they do enough to warrant like I I like I'm signed the more I the deeper I got into this album, the more I started to feel like Danny feels. That I don't know what I'm missing, but what I'm seeing is not impressing me right now. Because I just I just feel like they're not saying much. And when they do say something, they don't say it the right way. Yeah. Um, and then they've got these hooks. Like this hook, again, is repetitive. The beat is light and it's playful. I'm not sure it suits the track. Um, the outro is interesting, again. Like, it to me, it is interesting. Um, but I just, I don't know. I gave this three and a half stars. Um yeah. No. As Matt likes to say, no. <laughs> but I, the one line I did like from Q-Tip that I haven't mentioned is, the rhythms in F, I'm a hip-hop body, release my energy with the force of a shoddy. Mm. Hard. Not bad. Have you <laughs> said that hard? No, it's delivery. The lyrics are hard, but... I put emphasis on shoddy. Mm. When he says it, there's no emphasis. Like, if you have a hard line, you've got to finish on it and hit it properly. If you don't hit it properly, it's not hard. It just washes over. And had I not been reading, I would have missed this line. Yeah. And that's just the fact of it. I would have missed so many lines if I wasn't reading along on Rap Genius. I could be wrong. But I don't think are. Q-Tip and Fife Dog are gangsters. I don't. No, they're not. No, they're in. They're in this. I understand what they are. They are this offshoot of hip hop, like Wu Tang. Yeah, they're the hardcore, grimy shit. There's this whole other group of of, and a lot of groups are incorporated into their style. There's De La Soul, and they, you know, some one of them appears on this album. Like they are in this. They do a certain style of hip-hop, and some people love that shit, but it's very different from a lot of other styles of hip-hop, and so you can see how you can either... You can be someone who either loves or hates yeah. it, or you can be like, I love that, and I love Wu-Tang. That's fine as well, but I'm not one of those people. Yeah. But yeah, 
they are they are a very specific style that that is well respected and not my cup of tea. Mm. So that's what like I was going to say I was going to say that like they can't go to gangster like with their lyrics because they're not gangsters. So it's like they're yeah, but you don't have to be gangster to talk gangster shit. Yeah, no, but if you start talking gangster shit, then people are going to be like, Fife Dog, Q-Tip, settle down. But also, I do think Fife thinks of himself as a bit of a hard hard rapper. I think Fife would categorise himself as, you know, he's the five-foot assassin. He's he's going at people's throats. He's And he has some good lyrics. Like, we're going to get there, but there he he picks up his game towards the end of this is, album for me. Is that a, like, are you going to give us a five-star track? Is that what a... I'm not going to go that far. But um, <laughs> he does impress me later. Like, So I, I think he would be the type of rapper, if you asked him if he was still alive, he'd be like, yeah, I think I'm pretty hard. I don't think Q-Tip is, but I think Fife goes for that. And Aaron, the lyrics Aaron just read out that, you know, what was he yeah. saying? Something about shoddies. So Q-Tip... Oh, well, that was Q-Tip, Yeah, actually. that's what I'm saying. Q-Tip's even touching on, on some pretty hard topics like pulling out the shoddy that doesn't sound like you know something he would typically rap about so maybe he's trying to go a bit harder you know sometimes doesn't work yeah i don't know know. but it's all interesting to analyze and have either of you watched the tribe called quest documentary yeah i watched it ages ago it's really good though I don't remember much, but it's really interesting. You, they really break down the dynamic of Fife, Dog, and and Q Tip, and like they have a really complicated relationship. Like, there's times where they completely fell out with each other, but the general consensus, I believe, was that like you know Fife brought the best out of Tribe, and and Q Tip mm. brought the best out of Fife, and and like they were the perfect package together. But um, yeah. for this type of genre, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's really good, really good documentary. Okay, I must watch. Yeah, would recommend. Well, you clearly love this mm. album, and I like I loved it even not loving the album. So you yeah. would, you would love it even more. Yeah, we might have to review the documentary. Hey, but let's move into track eight: electric relaxation, baby. Uh, fun fact about this track: this is the second single. From the album so this that is fun that is a lot of fun that fact yeah. <laughs> well, this this yeah. particular track um obviously is quite well regarded and i was expecting big things going into it oh yeah yeah well it's and been it's get... been meeting all your expectations so far so this is this is where it falls short my friends Oy! Mm-hmm. this is your type of song though no but i've realized like i like like a funky beat, like I can get past, like I'm not a heavy, like usually I'm heavy, like West Coast. I can get past that with a funky jazzy yeah. beat. Like I, I like that. Cause like that reminds me of digital underground. And like when I was in my two pack phase, listening to digital underground and stuff like that, like I, I, I appreciate jazz. <laughs> Were you a digital underground fan? Yeah. Yeah. What did you have? Did you listen to albums? No. So I listened to like different songs of theirs while I was in the two pack phase, because obviously he was yeah, a member yeah. of the group for a short time, so it's like, and I also love, um, oh, why have I gone blank on his name? Um, like the the leader of that group who had um, like an afro, really, yeah. really tall. Yeah, 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 you know the one I'm talking about. The funny, funny voice and the nose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did he dress up? Yeah. yeah, him. So like, I I literally only know 
that one song, the Humpty Dance. It's it. Yeah. It's funny that you. Yeah. Know, it's funny that you know more. That's the only song I know as well. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I, I like I can get past it, but like I realize when it gets a bit too mellow, like with this track, I'm not a fan. So I might as well jump in on this one. <laughs> yeah, jump all over it, mate. Um, who's who's syncing up? You reckon? Um, I reckon Danny's going to give this <laughs> higher than Aaron and I. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. Because you gave yeah, that, that other one, you were like, oh, it sounds like it's a classic beat. So, like, I'm going to give it a good score. So, I don't know. You could do yeah, yeah, yeah I can see. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's yeah. just too mellow. The hook's very lethargic. The content is, like, a, obviously, like a um, like a song for the ladies, which is fine. Like, but... I don't know. Obviously, I don't, think, I don't think the ladies would appreciate this, to be honest. No. <laughs> What's well, I see what you're saying. It's more like it's more like degrading, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, but like I, I like the one thing I do like is the back and forth, like structure of those verses. Like it, I love things like that where it's like just keeps you interested between mm. YouTube and Flashdrop. Um, but I'd skip it in the future. So this is a three for me. Hey! Oh, it looks like we'll be syncing up, baby! <laughs> Syncosaurus, eh? Oh, we finally got one. Aaron, you're a loser. No, 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 no. We haven't heard my review yet. Oh, me and Matt synced up. You're a loser. No, no. <laughs> it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. <laughs> well, I think we synced up, but like, uh, probably for the main reasons. Nah, I think it's a nice beat. Yeah, like you said. I'd. I think it's a nice beat. That's like all I can really say about it. Nothing special, but pleasant. Um, hook is, you know, barely there. I don't know. Not much to say about that. Like it's, it's hard. You can, it just washes over you. Um, but yeah, as Q, as soon as Q-Tip starts rapping, like I'm bored immediately. I am bored. The very first word he says, and then Fife Dog, you know, when he comes on, it's actually like, Ooh, okay. He's he's bringing something. I'm not saying he's like he's knocking it out of the park, but already I'm like, okay, he's doing more than Q-Tip was doing. So, you know, props to Fife Dog for carrying the group so far. Um, but the subject matter is just, you know, doesn't help matters at all. Like, you know, this is like sex rap, nasty shit. And and oh, Q-Tip comes out with with the line. He's, oh god! He says, "Take you on the Av, and you buy me links. Now I want to pound the poo tang until it stinks. That is, that's just nasty, and it sounds so weird <laughs> coming out of his mouth. Like, yeah, Q-Tip does not strike me as the kind of rapper to come out with dirty, <laughs> nasty sex Line. raps like that. Like, oh." <laughs> What did he say? Now I want to pound the poo tang until it stinks. I that's nasty, dog. When I heard that part, when I heard that part, I was like, "Oh, that is bad." Yeah, like it just doesn't even like that's just nasty. It's nasty, and like usually we say, "Oh, that's nasty, dog," but in a good way. This is nasty, dog, in a bad way. But all that being said, like I think that. The, the fact that, you know, I find the beat pleasant is probably, you know, enough to give me, give it three stars. So just so we can sync it up, you know what I mean? Yeah, I like syncing. Make, make, make Aaron look like a loser. <laughs> well, 
I'm ready to look like a loser, gents. <laughs> um, I, I like this beat. I like it's. I think it delivers literally on what it sets out to do, which is electric relaxation. Because I use an electric guitar, and I like that addition. It's not usual in hip hop, so I like it. It works for me. So I actually like this beat um, quite a bit. In terms of content, I mean, you said it before. We've said it a thousand times. Real, realistically, the content is not what we love. But the one thing that's weird to me is this hook. Could you guys understand what was being said in the hook? Well, it was so, like, faint and, and just, nah, it couldn't, it, I barely could even hear it. Because, like, I looked into because I was like, it doesn't sound like it is what he's saying. It's like he says, settle down. But if you actually listen to it, it sounds like peace at clan, people, some people say it's pre- preset plan, be set clear. Like, it's like infamously difficult to understand what's actually yeah, yeah. going on. When I was reading along, yeah, when I was reading along with Rap Genius and it was like, that's the hook, I was like, that doesn't sound like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I see exactly what you're saying. And, yeah, like, I don't understand, though, how the hook is settled down, but it doesn't sound like settled down. It sounds like a completely different word. I don't understand the point of that. No, but that's because we... No, but that's got nothing to do with what people think it is. He's clearly saying something and you can't understand it. Well, no, but he said in the documentary, apparently, that it is settled down. Oh, well, there you go. Like, Ali Shahid Muhammad, the producer, said in a Q&A for the Tribe documentary, it is settled down. So that's why it's ingenious. So I don't understand why. What do you mean? Just that's the way he chose to pronounce it. But it's not pronounced... Clearly, maybe it's like oh, the Jamaican going back to school. But the thing is, you read along with the lyrics and you can't hear what he's saying. Like it, it doesn't match up. So <laughs> it's strange to me. It's just strange. Yeah. And um, other than that, I didn't really have too many issues with it. Um, Five Dog also comes out with a line that I thought um, Matt might find funny. He says, "Let me hit it from the back, girl. I won't catch a hernia." Bust off on your couch. Now you got Siemens furniture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only didn't pick that line because, like, we don't have Siemens furniture. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. guessing, I'm guessing it's a brand of furniture, but like, yeah. I've never heard of it. But even if he said you, you got a Siemens furniture, like, it, it doesn't, it still works for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I just so that's that's fine. Um, but I gave it four stars. I think the beat carried it for me. Um, more than anything else. So, really? Um, yeah, I, I was a big fan of this this beat. Oh, okay, I thought the, I thought the content would have uh, been you know worth downgrading more. The thing is, because their voices are quite bland, it washes over you without <laughs> you having. To... <laughs> so, in a way, so the fact that they they're so bland makes the song better. Yeah, because I don't have to listen to the to the weird shit that they Whoa. say. So in this sense, it works. So hence why the for me it was four stars because I wasn't off put by the shit that they say. That's very interesting. Okay, and uh, just for future references, is this a song or a track? What's going on here? Uh, I believe this is uh, a track, Matt. If you can tell, I'm very 
confident. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you clearly you clearly know the definitions. Mate, of come on, it's, Matt was... it's a bloody song. Oh, so you guys don't even know what you're on about. Nah, you guys. Nah, have... I'll, I'll be honest, because of our interpretation, it's a, it's a it's a great line here because the hook isn't particularly strong. It isn't like super clear either. So it's like it's on the verge of being a song, but it could be a track as well. Wait, wait, wait. So hooks uh, define whether it's a song or a track. You, they, they play a big part. So Matt and I clearly have deviated a little bit. So oh, I've taken yeah. the definition and and given my own. I like to define as track a vibe. Like if it's more nasty dog, yeah. it's a track. If it's more pleasant, it's a song. Right. And that's how I differentiate it. Right. So now we've we've now we've established that you guys are both talking shit because you are just completely on different wavelengths about this imaginary definition of song and track. We're on so exactly the same wavelength. That. We know exactly what we're talking about. Mate, you guys said that one's this is a song and the other one said this is a track. It makes no sense. Someone write in, one of our listeners can write in what is the definition of a track and what is the <laughs> definition of a song. <laughs> oh, we have a definitive answer and we'll use that for the for our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, track nine, clap your hands, boy. Who wants to take this one away? Danny hasn't taken one away for a while. Yeah, haven't I? It's a no. good, good reason for that. Oh. <laughs> um, nah. Uh, so clap your hands. The very initial instrumental that we hear is actually really interesting, like in a sinister mm. kind of way. And I wish the whole song revolved around that specific part of the instrumental. Agreed. Uh, yeah. Then the beat switch occurs and Five starts rapping and the song is far less interesting after that point. Um, like Five has some interesting lyrics though. Um, notable lines are, the worst thing in the world is a sucker MC. Favourite rap group in the world is EPMD. Can't forget the Dayla due to originality. And if I ever went solo, my favorite MC would be me. Like that whole section is actually pretty nice. And that, that nice yeah. little brag at the end is like solid. Um, and I always like it when when rappers give props to other hip-hop hip hop groups. And even yeah. after that little section that I just said, he even gives Snoop Dogg a mention. So like, you know, that's cool. It's, it was a cool little uh, section of lyrics. Um, Q-Tip appears on the song too, and that's basically all I have to say about that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, all that being considered, this is another three-star song. So that's the most consistent consistent rating I've given so far, I believe. Lift this, elevate this um, review, Aaron. But I like the piano at the beginning and then they have this trumpet. And usually I'm a fan of trumpet, and but it doesn't work here. And so the hook, start, the, like the, the instrumental starts really nicely and then it falls away. And then, you know, we're going back to the same critiques. The hook is once again repetitive. It's not catchy and it doesn't really achieve the motivation that is to move the crowd. Like for a track that is clap your hands, I can 
pretty safe, safely project and assume that they're trying to get the crowd to move along with clapping your hands. It just hasn't worked here. Mm. Like I don't ever see myself really vibing to this track. Um, the, the flows are good in a way. They're easy to understand. I Yeah, I don't know. Um, the I, I've really found the line by Five Dog, cock is longer than a hat worn by Dr. Zeus. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. Um, and also, um, I also thought his line, Q-Tip and Fife, they mash up at the party, kick the rhymes and more rhymes, kick the beats and more beats, will have you scratching in your head like Shahid on techniques. Mm, yeah. that, that works to me, um, but I also gave this three stars. It's okay. I just can't see myself actively coming back to this. No. Oh, for f- no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're both, you're both, you're both haters. Oh, me and Aaron synced up, Matt's a loser. No, 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 no. This is nothing but five stars, baby. Let's go. Baby! <laughs> you hear yeah. that? Oh, you five stars, Aaron. let's go. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, This is just pure magic. How, can I just say, how was that transition from the previous song? I've described it as a pleasant slap in the face. Like immediately woke me up um, and commanded my attention. That hard hitting, scratched up beat, the chanting background vocals. It was just like, mm, so good. Um, mm. I, I've never experienced a slap in the face. Well, well, <laughs> again. But I also like how the instrumental fades during Five Dogs and Q Tips Versus, even though you guys said you didn't, um, because it allows to champion their lyrics and their verses. Um, and then it comes back in. During the hooks, um, Five Dog win. I don't think that their lyrics are that good, that they need championing. Oh, you are so wrong because <laughs> Five Dog, for the win on this song, hands down with, in capital letters, so many quotable lyrics. I'll Whoa. start reeling, reeling them off right now. So the okay. song actually had my favourite lyrics from the track on it, so I'll reel off the ones that were crazy. Here we go. First one. Crazier than Tupac in the flick called Juice. Also a really good movie. Cock is longer than the hat worn by Dr. Seuss. You mentioned that, Aaron. Really good. Uh, next one, control the mic like Denzel on the girls. In that time, Denzel was... Oh, any, any movie any reference time. is automatically yeah. the best quote of all time. Yeah, yeah. Well, if it's Denzel, Matt's favourite actor of all yeah. time, yeah. you know it's going to get a five-star rating definitely from that. Helps, yeah. Next, Fife Dog up in the house. I give a shout-out to Snoopy. Peace to all the questers. And then to hell with all the groupies. Very good. like that. Um, and Why? Like, Why is that amazing? Yeah. Why is that, like, such an amazing quotable? Because what's really gangster... I, I, why did he call Snoop Dogg Snippy? Because like Snippy, yeah, because it's like cute. It's like it's like they're what they call each other. Yeah, that's the vibe that Snoop Dogg is going for. Yeah. Is going for cute. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, but Snoopy also rhymes with groupies. No, it works. <laughs> and then my personal favorite, Danny mentioned, and my favorite lyrics of the album are, um, but the way he says it. If I ever went solo, my favorite rapper would be me. Like, it's just like, oh, so good. Love it. 
the way he says it can like detracts from from the overall experience for me but i still really love i love um, i'm being genuine like his delivery like that's not a hard like ah it's so annoying but yeah these guys are not hard get past that and then you'll get back to me they're not hard rappers ah but hip-hop's meant to be hard no he's he's beat that line is hard that line is hard it's just a contrast between what he's saying and how he's delivering it. Yeah, but that's the that's the whole that's throughout the whole album. No, no, that's what's annoying me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if I did do my favorite rapper, would be me. Yeah, hey! I remember listening to this track for the first time and literally laughing out loud to myself when he said my favorite rapper would be me. So I was like, those lyrics are great. <laughs> um, it is good. And yeah, so that is all I have to say really about this. Oh, five stars. <laughs> so many quotables. So many quotables. So many quotables. Yeah, mate. Denzel, amazing. Snoopy. <laughs> Snoopy, amazing. What was the first one? Uh, what what movie reference was Juice, the first one? Tupac. Oh, yeah, amazing. Amazing lyrics. Yeah. Because he said Tupac and Juice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Five stars. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, that's yeah. my best rhymes impersonation. Uh, <laughs> literally, did not practice it. Probably could tell. But <laughs> track ten. Oh my god! I'm gonna take this one, and I'm getting on. I'm getting on the mat train for this one. Uh-oh. I'm on the on the five star mat train. Whoa! Because this is a change that I like. And there are some noticeable times and notable times where Buster Rhymes fucks up a track with his hooks. The most noticeable, and I'm going to guess Danny's not a huge fan of this, but the most yeah, Biggie's Victory, where he butchers that track, a track where Biggie's arguably delivers some of his best bars ever. Mm. But on this it seems to work. I don't know what it is. It seems to work and it works so much for a tribe called quest. They looped it eight times. Yeah. I'm, then, I, by the way, I'm just, I am not with you, Aaron. This, I hate this. Hook. I'm also so not with you, Aaron. This hook is probably the worst hook I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I liked it, yeah. but tribe called quest liked it so much they decided to add it on another track yeah. later on as well. I know. So um, I think the flows work. I think the lines kind of work as well. Um, like Q-Tip says, I'm a black intellect but unrefined with precision like a bullet. I target bound. Um, and he also says drafting of the poets on the number seven pick. <laughs> and... I know, and I was like, okay, that's weird to put you as number seven. I first thought, like, okay, seven is pretty good. I guess if you're, he's happy with number seven. But apparently that when it comes to um, tip is percent of the, is is a member of the 5% nation, which teaches supreme mathematics. Mm. So, the numerical seven represents God. Yeah. So, and the letter G 
is the seventh letter of the alphabet. <laughs> yeah. So it links up to he's just saying he's number seven as in he is God. It's just confusing because he's the only one who would know that. Yeah. Oh, five um, five percent nation teachings are just like you know, it's insane to me. And and but they're really integrate into hip-hop culture like wu-tang is all about that 36 chambers rizza like breaks it down he's like 36 chambers because 36 means this and three and six means that but if you divide uh 36 by uh, th- uh four you get nine and nine means this it's like jesus christ the amount of sh- thought that goes into that and like i can't yeah. understand any of it but like if you really study the teachings of of like mathematics like i don't know it's 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 a it goes way over my head, but I'm sure there's some there's some interesting knowledge to be gained if you if you dive yeah. into that shit. But yeah, it's all over hip hop. You, you'll notice it everywhere. Yeah, so that it made sense after I understood that part of it. Before that, I was like, um, doesn't make sense. But um, and then I just like that he says the Timbo hoofs with the prints on the ground, Timbo's on the toes. I like the way it's going down. Yeah. I just like the reference to Timberlands. Yeah. Seven years ago, we also <laughs> bought Danny a black Timberland for his birthday. Oh, for f- <laughs> did we all got them? Yeah, yeah, we all. Got them. Yeah, um, but yes. also that's like that's just like the equivalent of Matt making every movie quote his favorite quote. As soon as I know, yeah, as soon as there are like a mention of sneakers, it's like all right, that's my favorite quote. <laughs> it's not my favorite quote. I just <laughs> wanted to mention it because I knew you guys probably would. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, I gave this five stars. So uh, yes, five stars, baby. I liked this. <laughs> what was that? Uh, yes. Yeah. What was yeah. that? Yes. What was yeah. that? What the hell? Is I have that? recently watched the new Borat trailer, so yeah. it must have been sitting in the back of my mind. <laughs> yeah, Matt's oh movie reference, Matt. You love Borat. Right. Oh, um, Matt, give it five stars. <laughs> Are you going to watch Well, Darren? I already spoiled it. What would you say? I will watch yeah. it, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I doubt it's going to be as good as the first, though. Like, But I'll, I'll still watch it. Give it a go. Yeah. Anyway, oh, my God. <laughs> um, we, we both, me and Matt, already revealed that um, Hook is trash. Yeah. Um, yeah, like Buster is, is he's annoying when he yells, and he yells a lot, and he's yelling here. And so the hook stinks. Um, <laughs> but the song, like the the beat is, it has this funky ass bass line and I love that bass line. Like this is definitely my favourite beat on the whole album. And there are still like jazzy elements that they sprinkle throughout the song and which appear all over that hook. Like when Buster's doing his screaming, um, there's lots of jazzy. It's completely different to what it sounds like in the verses. And that's the part I don't like. So there's still a part of this beat that I do not like, but it's not there enough. Like it's, it's minimal enough that this is, yeah, it's definitely my favorite instrumental on the album. Um, and like you know, if at this point it's absolutely clear that like I consider Fife Dog, you know, a better rapper, pref- preference wise. Like my preference is Fife Dog is is way better than Q Tip. Um, Agreed. Q Tip here versus just completely fall flat for me. Um, 
I actually like, this is like the first song where I can say, I like Fife's verse all the way through, especially when he does that Jamaican accent. Like he pulls that off so well. This is where he's delivered something well. He's delivered something where I'm like, damn, that's actually cool. Whereas I've never really had that so far. Um, Yeah. So it's like the first time on the whole album. I don't know how many songs we are in, but like, where they actually captivated my ears, or Fife, anyway. Like, for an entire verse, I was listening to what he was saying because I was enjoying would you it. Say they, would you um, to say they marauded your ears? Oh, he's done it. Mm. He's pulled it. Oh, he's, he's good. Right, that. That's actually impressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've yeah, done yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so, but uh, the thing is, I cannot go as high as five just because Q-tip just... Is really unimpressive, and Buster Rhymes is actually bad. So I'll give this four and a half stars. Wow, it's bloody close. It's yeah. bloody close. Yeah, and I wrote down four stars, but right now I'm upgrading it to four and a half. Oh no! I think you're gonna give this a very low rating. This is this is oh my god that this that that's what this track is. This is just... Oh, no. In a bad way. Although, I no, I have, like, in my notes here, I have written down I can vibe to the instrumental, so I do agree with both of you about that, as well as Q-Tip and Five Dogs Versus. However, Buster Rhymes' <laughs> hook is bloody awful on the ears. It's so bad to listen mm. to. Um, yeah. It almost ruins this song for me, I would say. Um Fife Dog wins again, once again on this song with these lyrics. Um, it's not like Honey Dip would want to get with me, but just in case I own more condoms than TLC. I thought that was funny. Um, Can you explain that one? I don't quite I get don't it. understand that joke. I, it, I thought the same. Well, TLC is there a song? obviously quite a famous um, musical group and full of very attractive ladies. So you would imagine that they would carry many... A protective <laughs> that yeah no nah, but that that is what I managed to to get out of that yeah. so like I, I thought Matt might have had something else but that is what I was I was able to get out of that yeah yeah it, it makes sense but like it's not genius yeah um other so he's essentially saying TLC just fuck around yeah he's saying they're sluts <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. So, yeah. Um, and yeah. Other noteworthy lyrics are Mr. Energetic, who me sound pathetic. When's the last time you heard a funky diabetic? And then um, yeah. re- rest in peace to a five dog because that was what he died of in 2016, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. 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 I think they had a liver transplant 2007 as okay. well. Yeah. He, yeah. He did have a big operation. Wasn't enough. Yeah. As in he, and I think um, he mentions like his struggle with diabetes a lot throughout. The, his album so yeah that it's like prodigy's sickle cell as well like he had it his whole life and and eventually got him five dog diabetes it eventually got him like it's just yeah yeah sad yeah but um nah this song was good except i just was very harsh with that buster arms um hook so i gave it three stars oh nasty dog yeah. But I, I'm glad that I saw everything else that you guys saw in there as well with the um, 
like instrumental and the verses and stuff. So, yeah. Nice. There we go. Let's keep it rolling, shall we? Oh, you took it out of my mouth, you <laughs> dirty son of a bitch. Funny with the, uh, the transition there. Stay in your lane, all right? Yeah. <laughs> all right, keep it rolling. Off you go, Danny. You've upset me now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That would have been his one good transition when I stole it. <laughs> what do you mean? He hasn't good transition. Yeah, knowing my way, knowing my way, I would have said, you know, keep it. I would have fumbled it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saved it. I get excited when it's when there's a good transition, and then I trip over. Yes, yeah. Danny, please track eleven. Keep it rolling. All right, keep it rolling. Featuring the Large Pro, produced by Large Pro. Um, to me, this instrumental sounds like that background music you'd hear when you've been put on hold. Like, yeah. And, yeah, and that is just, yeah, not a good thing. Not a good thing. So we're off to a really bad start here. Fife tries to save it though, and he almost does. I think he actually has good verse. So like two in a row of actually impressing me. Um, like either, either he's finally woken up or... I'm the one that's been sleeping, but but I, I'm as this album goes on, I'm more and more on board the Fife train. Um, my opinion about Q-Tip has not changed. Uh, snooze fest during that verse, and then Large Pro sounded okay, like better than Q-Tip for sure. But I I liked Fife the most, and I'm given this one. The classic three stars, baby. <laughs> oh gosh, who is large professor? Matthew. Who is he? Matthew's not impressed? No, who? He's not impressed with my review. Who's the Who's the feature on this track? Large professor. Yeah. Uh, he's he's a pretty like he's another one of those legendary like producers. He's largely responsible for Nas coming coming on the scene and, and having a big hand in Illmatic, which is like the Bible of hip hop. Um, mm. Yeah. He had a big hand in a lot of, a lot of uh, important history. Oh, okay. Good dude. I think he's, think he's part of the group main source had a good album. Yeah. 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 So. Um, this is the low point for me, actually. This is two, two stars for me. Um, Damn, dog. I, I, I'd say this is the flattest track on the album so far. Oh, yeah. Um, nothing stands out to me that I liked or disliked. It just left me feeling a bit meh. Um, it had a lackluster instrumental, absent hook, mediocre verses. Um, if I had to pick one, interesting, I'd, I'd give it to Q-Tip for his smooth-sounding voice and these lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Is a slate. Is a slate. Wake him up, Matt. Wake him up. Say something interesting. What's yeah. up, kids? The ab is speaking from the moon. Thanks for your support. Ayo, I'll be home soon. But the only thing I ask when I return from my task is a whole bunch of beats and a flask full of ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that directly from Play School or Sesame Street or what? <laughs> who who actually said that? It was Dr. Zeus. It was Dr. Zeus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Cat in the Hat. Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, 
yeah. I thought that was yeah, funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, I would I would absolutely skip this track in the future. <laughs> <laughs> would you give Two it? Stars. Two stars. Two stars. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Danny, you and I are back together, baby. Oh. Yay! Uh, oh, Matt's jealous. No hooks, which I'm happy about. Um, just verses. Just uh, the the beat is disappointing. Um, like it's just the tone throughout this album has been a bit samey. Yeah, for quite a bit of it. Like there's not a huge fluctuation in let me show off my skills. This is very much like I'm just going to stick in my lane mm. and I'm just going to drive it 50 kilometers an hour and I'm just going to do it consistently. And that's what's happening here again. So it's a mellow tone. Like, I don't know, it's not really something that I particularly vibe with. Um, do I say anything that's that interesting? Um, not really. Um, I did find it interesting though that large professor takes the opportunity to have a to have a go at the two DJs that he disses in this, which were his former partners, Sir Scratch and Kay Cut. Oh, yeah. um, and he was like having a go with them. But what I find even funny funnier is that large professor mentions an album he's gonna he's working on by himself. Yeah. It was then shelved by his label. Yeah. Which which is but apparently he went on to like actually do quite well. But the two DJs he did actually have a go at, they their album also was shelved and they kind of disappeared after um Large Professor was with them. So um I guess Large Professor won in in the end. But yeah. um I mean, I barely call it a win. It sounds like they're both, like at the time that they were actually feuding, they're both their albums did absolute dog shit. So, um, yeah, I also did like his shout out to Guru Primo Zulu Nation. Mm. Other than that, three stars. It's okay. It's it's nothing special. Um, let's move on. I think that's that's pretty much how I felt. <laughs> Doesn't he also, does he mention Nas as well? I think he does. Yeah. I think he does. And the interesting thing about that is this album is 93 and Nas's first album came out in 94. So he's like hyping up Nas before he was even a thing. He was like nothing. Yeah. And then came out a year later with the greatest album of all time. So, yeah, I like that. That is actually pretty cool. Yeah. See, it's like, a, even though like, you know, it has its moments, it's like a history lesson listening to old music like this. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. learn. You can learn something. Yeah, there's stuff, I like the history part of it. Yeah, there's stuff to appreciate, but like from a musical standpoint, you know, if you don't enjoy it, you don't enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, transition. Look, I'll be chasing my tail all day if I try to transition. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! <laughs> you say no. But think about what you did to me, and this is a classic Danny move. <laughs> You're like, all right, I'm ready for your transition now. And I have no ability to weave it into <laughs> any conversation we're having. So I'm going to give myself the win because I think it was it was good enough for what you've usually done. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what, so, it, what you would have said if I didn't try to sabotage I know. No. I don't even know. My, <laughs> uh, but, 
The Chase Part 2. Yeah. I prefer Part 1, to be honest. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Actually, I haven't heard Part 1. <laughs> Either have I. <laughs> yeah. But it's got to be better than this <laughs> shit. Can <laughs> <laughs> I just say, I found this very confusing. I looked at this and was like, Chase Part 2. Where the hell is Part 1? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have I missed something? Yeah. And then I realized, no, this is just a confusing time. You know what's even more confusing? At the end of this track, I'm pretty sure it's like, this concludes, you know, the album. And I was like, what? There's two songs to go. <gasps> yeah. That's my biggest pet peeve because it's like, I was actually happy when they said, you know, this concludes Midnight Marauder's program. But then there's like two more songs. It's like, what a tease. I wanted it to be over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, no, I shouldn't have said yeah to that. <laughs> It's like an encore. You get an encore. Hey, but Aaron, when you when you listen to Mob Deep, the Infamous, were you like, "Hang on, where's Shook One's Part One? What's going on?" (laughs) Uh, No, but I'll tell you why. Because that's much better song. (laughs) That's a much better track. Oh, for. (laughs) Um, But no, this was just. I don't know. I was just. It just, it just got me. Um, I was like, oh, what happened in the Chase Part 1? But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll take this one. Um, so they actually did have a Chase Part 1. Mm. So it was actually a demo, and then they revamped it into this track with similar lyrics and beat. Uh, so That's exactly um, Shook Ones. Shook Ones is exactly the same story. It was a demo, and then they turned it, took similar... Lyrics made into Shook One's Part 2, classic. So, um, was this, did this blow my mind? No. <laughs> was it, was the hook once again long and repetitive? Yes. <laughs> and the bars were better, but overall, like, the, the wordplay and content isn't hitting me that much, but... I mean, I guess this is this was okay. I, I did like the line, "Damn, Fife, you got fat." That just made me laugh. I just imagined him being very fat. <laughs> um, he said, "Yeah, I know it looks pathetic, yeah. pathetic, but um, no time for jokes. There's bills to be paid, hoes to be laid, punks to be sprayed, chumps to attack. So my man, watch your back. Ninety-three means skills are a must, so never lack." Yeah, is that Fife? Yeah, that's five dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um and Q Tip had poets got the gimmicks, but they lack the sassafras to make the average hard rocker cock the Glock. Oh, and roam the city streets what's on the sassafras? jury. They hot. I have no idea what sassafras is. Um Yeah. Don't know. Um but yes, I have absolutely no idea why they decided to end this album with two tracks left. <laughs> The tour guide, it's also, it's strange because it's the tour guide. It's like the tour guide going, all right, uh, I'm done, but you guys still have to walk to the end of that street. <laughs> and then see these, the two things to your right, have a look at those, and then you can go. But <laughs> not until you've walked down that street. And so now we're here without a tour guide for the rest of this album, which makes no sense to me just as a concept. Yeah. The, like, so it's confusing and I gave this three stars again. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, I don't have much to add. Like, same, yeah, that the ending, the tour guide thing, so annoying. Um, instrumental is pleasant, but like, you know, it, it's pleasant. It's not horrible, but it's nothing special. Meh. Um, Hawk, repetitive, you said that. Uh, two verses from Q-Tip compared to the one from five. That's not a good ratio. I prefer two yeah. from five, one from Q-Tip, please. <laughs> or uh, two from five, a zero from Q-Tip would be better. Um, and even then, even though five gets the one, it's even too short. It's like way shorter than both of Q-Tip's verses. So that's not fair. Um, and yeah, it's like it, Q-Tip did not, imp- it's not like things have changed. Q-Tip has sounded the same the whole album and he sounds the same here. You. You didn't mention the outro, Aaron. I feel like the outro would have been something you would have complained about. Or did you mention it? I did. Oh, you did? Good. Didn't I say it's strange? No, but did you say how long and boring and unnecessary it was? No. I mean, (laughs) I could have said it, and then you would have said, Aaron, you talk about everything. So um, (laughs) No, but that that is such an Aaron complaint when, like, at the end of a song, it just goes on and on and they just keep repeating the same shit over and over again. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you did it for me because it is a complaint I have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that all, you know, all added up to a two and a half stars, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I don't think Danny's going to give one five star. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> the closest I got was, uh, what's that one? A good one. It, well, I think it was the Buster Rhymes one that was so bloody annoying. I gave it four and a half stars. No, that's bad. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, but I told you this at the start. You knew this was going to happen. Yeah, this isn't a surprise. No. Danny did a big spoiler alert and he's just delivering on the spoiler <laughs> <Yeah>. alert. <laughs> Is there like a... Have you, have you picked a favourite track, Danny? Well, it's got to be that one because it's the highest rated one. No, but like, sorry, have you picked a favorite in like that? Is that your favorite instrumental or favorite song or both? Definitely my favorite instrumental. Yeah, definitely. But by I gave it the highest rating, so I literally have not given anything else four and a half stars. It's the only one. Yeah. So it's got to be my favorite song and my favorite instrumental. And Aaron, have you picked a favorite song and instrumental or not yet? I sure have. I sure have. Okay. And what about lyrics? Do you both have favorite lyrics or just me? I don't think I do. Uh, me either. I don't think I have. I could probably pick some, but I don't think there's, like, when I look back on this album, did I find anything that stood out to me as, like, mind-blowing? Probably oh, not. Yeah, probably something like, I'm going to fuck that poo tang until it stinks. It's probably good. <laughs> No, but like the ones that we mentioned are, would be the ones like, yeah, like that that the rapper you know my favorite rapper would be me. It's a good line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were mine. I liked that a lot. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get on with uh, the rest of my review. <laughs> Matt sounds so deflated. He's so ups- he's so upset that I gave this a bad review. It's like me. It's like me when you guys were shitting on Cunning Linguist. I was like, how dare you? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not- <laughs> Upset. I'm just disappointed. 
Yeah, but you don't understand how much I wanted to like this album. And I had to sit with it for four weeks and it didn't get any better. Just think, though, uh, as soon as we finish this podcast, you're done with it and never have to listen to that garbage <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm happy I did it because, like, I, you know, I said it before. Like, I understand now that this is just not for me. It's not... Uh, and and then I'll I'll lump in De La Soul with that because I know De La is very similar to them and a few other people I off the top of my head I can't remember but th- they are all in a similar boat and I'm just gonna you know that will be the very last thing I ever pursue like I, I I've got so much more I can I can discover hmm. yeah. and next thing you know Matt decides that we're reviewing De La Soul <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to get back at you. Yeah. Uh, low end theory next. <laughs> <laughs> kidding, kidding. That's nasty, dog. All right. So the chase part two is a slight improvement on Keep It Rolling. It's another mellowed out instrumental with a simple and repetitive hook. I also don't like the ratio of verses to uh, Fife and Q-tip. It should be the other way around. I agree. Um it's missing something for me to score above three stars. Um, Why are you complaining and you're doing the same thing? You're giving the same rating as me. I know, I know. The, the last part <laughs> of the album wasn't great. Um, Five Dog for the win. Again, though, on this track, um, uh, Aaron's lyrics that he mentioned, they're the ones that I like as well. And I'd probably skip this one, though, in the future as well. And I just don't like that confusing ending saying that it's like I was thinking while you guys were talking maybe it's like to do with like you know how at the end of a tour like the tour is like like you said oh now go off and explore yourself and it's like oh there are two secret tracks that follow like maybe it's like getting the <laughs> listener up to be like oh it's not the end yes let's keep exploring um yeah. maybe but I think I'm reaching again um yeah 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 I mean I see it as strange I like no I've never had a tour guide go all right, guys, and I'm just going to leave you in this random room and you're going to find two more doors. Like, it just, I mean, now that I've said it like that, I actually wouldn't mind it. But (laughs) it feels like the tour guide's just bailed in the middle of the album, just going, all right, I've had enough. I'm going home. End my shit. Good luck. Uh, If you like it, you like it. And there's no summation at the end of the album. It's like, she's here. She's like, and that's it. Um, yeah, it's just strange. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is a bit. So, yeah, that's all I have to say, really. That's a three-star track for me. Three-star banger. <laughs> no, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that got happier as we've gone on and, like, started trashing it more. I <laughs> <laughs> was very worried at the very beginning. Very worried, and now he's relaxed. He's calm. Yeah. yeah, no, because you just have to accept. I've accepted the, my my opinions. I'm not happy with them, but I accept them, and now I can make fun of them. <laughs> no, I'm making make fun of peace. myself. I'm making fun of myself. Continue doing that as we uh, review track thirteen lyrics to go. I think Danny wants his yeah. album to go. Oh, you don't! I said it. My last thing that I said, I wrote this. I was like, at this point in the album, I really do wish they would take their lyrics and go. <laughs> See, I can read your mind. Yeah. Uh, oh, you stole my I, joke. I'm gonna go first because I'm gonna let Danny finish with his 
destroying this. Well, I already did it. No, it's over. That was my best line and it was ruined. (laughs) (laughs) Ruined on his birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. But I didn't have, yeah, because I didn't have anything other than that. Like, that was going to be my big everyone laugh and podcast is over and it's celebrated forever. (laughs) But, you know. Uh, yeah well continuing from that last track like i'm already annoyed because i was promised this album would be over but it's not it's still going so annoying um the beat doesn't move me you know it's it's the classic tribe it's the classic midnight marauders problems they're all here q-tip q-tip sounds like more monotone than he has for the entire album so far like even more monotone than he has for the entire album like new depths of mediocrity but um like unfortunately fife didn't impress me either which is disappointing like at this point i was like you know hoping fife could at least bring the track some redeeming qualities but nah not even fife i mean i think there were some decent bars but like it's the delivery it's the delivery it's completely mediocre from Q-Tip especially, but um, yeah. But Delivery is my biggest complaint of the whole album and it's clear here. The beat doesn't help either, you know, because I'm not feeling it, so it doesn't help the lyrics. Um, yeah, so, and that last line's a classic, which, you know, that I can't say anymore because you wrote it. <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even write down a, re- a review for, I oh, didn't even write down a score for this one, I forgot. But it's got to be, it's got to be somewhere in the two, two and a half, two, two and a half range. Don't know. Oh, that's funny. He, he was so just, he wanted to go so yeah. much. No, 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 no. Quickly, rush, 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 rush. Get out, get out. <laughs> <laughs> he gave it to him and uh, had to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, I'm going to completely shit all over what you said, Danny, because oh. I gave this five stars. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. I really like this beat. Oh, my God. I like it a lot. It moved me. Electronic guitar, heavy drums, a piano. This goddamn works. Whoa. Um, and th- I think they had balance with the guitar. So it wasn't overused, and they it made it feel like drops multiple times, and I like that in this. Um, but I know the hook is still repetitive. I'm at this point now where I'm like, okay, well, the beat just is way better. But the bars are actually pretty good. Yeah. Decapitating foes, yo, as if my name was Jason. Yeah, I picked up on that one as well. Yeah, movie reference, of course. Of course. He also says, I can kick your little monkey ass like Kato, formulate your rhymes like a child forms Plato. Plato. Is it supposed to be, <laughs> I'm supposed to be Plato? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Your rhymes like a child forms Play-Doh. Yeah. Carbon serene like the study was Teo. Poultry machine with correct mechanisms. Immune to disease, I feed, I defeat organisms. Woo! That was good. Yeah, Q-tip is is doing something. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then Fife said, "Don't worry about getting gassed. I push the metal to the metal." Always wanted this cause. It surely beats a scramble. I'm Jordan with the mic. Huh. Want to gamble? 
Oh, I I wonder who's gonna love that one. Oh, you guys suck. <laughs> how that, I also was a fan of how they finished the verse with lyrics to go, which leads into the hook well. So five stars, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. Aaron, you're not bloody wrong with this this review. You're not wrong at all. <laughs> <laughs> This is my favorite instrumental on the album. Damn, dog. I agree with you. Oh my god, what am I hearing? I, I, I my, something must be wrong with my ears. Aaron and I had to sync up at the end, so you know. Um. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, no, I just don't understand. Oh, I need to listen to this song again now because you guys are saying it's the best instrumental. Maybe put your new your new birthday headphones on and uh, give it a spin. Yeah. And then yeah. Danny's like. A, a tribe called question. No, but Matt, you and I very rarely have the same instrumental as the same. I think this might even be the first one. Possibly. Where you have the best. Yeah. Usually we have very different tastes when it comes to beats. So it's interesting that this was both of our True. favorites. True. Yeah. I just wonder what Matt's favorite lyrics on this track is. Well, you're about to find out if you shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really curious because I don't know what it could be. So. Um. I was going to say before when I was like, maybe you should put your birthday headphones on and like say, and then like Danny's like secretly thinking to himself, a tribe called Quest is the last thing I would listen to as a first. <laughs> <laughs> like I bet you'd have like, like a particular song or a particular album that would be like the first one you'd listen to for like your new headphones. <laughs> yeah. 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 I like that. Um, I like the image of him listening to this song again. And then sticking with the fact that he hates it and being so upset that we've got him to listen to yeah. it again. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should like, maybe like we're secretly just like we've messaged each other before and they're like, oh, let's like talk like this song up, this song up and like just really throw a curveball at Danny, like get him really confused. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, as, as funny as that would be, we lack the foresight yeah. and the creative to come up with that prior to the podcast True. but that would be a good practical joke just not with this album because like this is a classic but if you pick like a yeah. random album and then that you knew was shit and then you both conspired to give it amazing <laughs> reviews i could just picture like Aaron and I'm like man this shit is fire like oh this is like, this is like a new classic like yeah. this is gonna be like album of yeah. the year like that would be actually a genuinely good practical joke oh, well, we that would be it, even yeah. funnier <laughs> If Danny also thought it was a genuinely good album, <laughs> he just wouldn't try that again. Or imagine if, like, he didn't agree, but, like, because we were, like, just upping the album so much, he was like, no, no, no actually, yeah, this is fine. This is so good. And then we say, no, we're not joking. <laughs> um, but anyway, that would never happen because he has very strong opinions that he sticks to usually. So um, <laughs> lyrics to go. Favorite instrumental on the album. It has so many layers, like an onion. Um, oh no! Little, little <laughs> movie reference there to uh, Shrek. Um, oh, you're joking. The key- gangster, like a gangster, like the lyrics. Yeah. It has a gentle keyboard, solid drums, scratches, guitar riffs, and background vocals. It has everything. So that's why it is the best instrumental on the album. Um, Q-Tip and Fife Dog have decent flows on it too, and I like the hook. Um, 
you've both mentioned my favourite lyrics. <laughs> but it would have to go to the Jordan one. <laughs> oh, what the surprise. Uh, hold on. Yeah, what is the Do either of you get that, that reference when he says it? No, no. I need you to explain Michael Jordan's gambling problem, please. Okay, all right. So, back in... <laughs> Um, but anyway, yeah, not it's not quite worthy of five stars for me, which is strange seeing it's my favourite instrumental on the album. I'm not sure why I haven't given it five. I've given it four. Um, but it, this could be another one of those ones I need to listen to a few times and be like, okay, now it's five stars. Um, I think for the past few tracks have just really like hit me in the feels with like not being good. So then I was like, it's definitely better, but it's not as good as the other five star tracks have awarded on the album. So yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm... the other tracks have brought down the vibe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Just wait until God lives through though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wait until the last track. That's going to really crush things. Anyway, <laughs> four stars. I, if the album finished on lyrics to go, I'd be happy. I'd be ecstatic. Cause we wouldn't have to listen to another song. <laughs> Uh, well, it seems like God hasn't done anything to help this last track from the way you guys are talking about it. So uh, let's let's get into it. Track fourteen. That's not even a transition. That's not even a transition. You just said God. You just mentioned God. It's God lives through. God lives through. You have to say the whole title of the track as the transition. You have to slip it in like that. You can't just say, you can't just flip in through. You can't go, oh, I'm glad we're through to the last song. That's not a transition. I, I wish that God through you, you'd be nicer to me. <laughs> better. That's much better. Um, before I start crying because uh, of all the insults with my transitions, <laughs> um, do you, uh, let, let's finish this off. Bring it home, big fella. Your album. Um, let's see what you thought. Me? <laughs> no, it's my album. Yeah. I'll bring it home. <laughs> well, oh, where do I start with this song? Where do I bloody start? It really frustrates me when a tribe <laughs> called Quest have clearly decided to reuse a hook and possibly even instrumentals from previous songs on this last track of the album. Like, why wouldn't they just go out with a bang and have, like, their own fresh shit that listeners haven't heard yet? I just don't understand the the decision. Maybe they thought Buster Rhymes Hook was just, like, the most fire shit they'd ever heard and were like, yeah, let's, let's play it again. And, like, maybe they're like, oh, this was a really good instrumental. I'm going to use this again. Um, I don't know. I don't know if the instrumental was reused, but, like, it sounded, like, familiar. Um I just I didn't even feel enticed to pay any attention to the verses because I was just so put off by like the pla- their self plagiarism, <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I I thought that some of the verses may even be recycled as well because they've done that before too. So um, you know I I don't know it was just a very disappointing way to end this album, and I did. Um, that I overall, like I did enjoy listening to this album, but I didn't enjoy how it finished. So I'm giving this two stars. It's nasty dog. But not like nasty, nasty dog, just nasty dog. 
Yeah, like depressingly nasty. Yeah. <laughs> but he's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, bringing Buster like back just to do that annoying shit from before, that's not a good move. That's a shit move. Yeah. Like that's bad. Um instrumental extremely boring. I didn't really get the sense that it was a copied from like another song. I did get the sense it was boring. So I guess it was copied because like every other song was boring. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, this was extra. Uh, this was extra bad. Like it was actually a downer. Like the beat was on this one is actually a downer. Um, the other, the one thing I like have, you know, something that in, I don't know what to say, but like, I think Five Dog might have killed it. I think Five Dog actually had a really, really, really good verse. And I don't even know if it's true or not. But I feel like when I listen to him, I'm like, did he just kill it? Like after his verse, I'm like, did he just, did he just murder this? Cause, but I, I didn't even pick out any lyrics because I'm like, individually, none of the lyrics were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. But then after his verse is done, I'm like, shit, did he just kill it? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. You know, I can't even explain it. I just can't even explain it's it. Bad that you but have I think to question he doesn't. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think he's um, it's probably like he's actually flowing for once. I think he actually has a flow and the lyrics are actually good for once that it's like, okay, this is actually he's he's done it. On the final track, he's bloody done it. He's he's, you know, shown us who's boss. But um yeah. Like the the downer of the beat probably brings down the I don't know, all of it. And like I will never replay this song. I won't replay the album, but I won't replay this song because, like, even if I think Five Dog killed it, I can't listen to this song again because of the beat. And q doesn't do it any favours either. He has been consistently just, I don't even have any words, just consistently below average, consistently below average. Um, Yeah, definitely not a great song to end on. But I'm glad it's over. Um, I'm going to give it, I don't know, two and a half stars. Let's do that. Because I think I think Fife Dog actually did something really cool here. So it's not complete trash. Two and a half stars. Generous. I am going to say, Danny, I think he did do a good job. Yeah. And uh, But before I get into his bars, um, this beat has five different samples. Whoa. Like it samples five different things and it feels messy and busy but boring at the same time. Yeah. And then they have this nonsensical la-la-la in the hook. Mm. And I'm like, I don't understand what the point of that is. Like the hook on its own was actually okay. They have this soul sample in there and I like it. At the very start they use this male soul sample and I'm like, okay, okay, mm. let's see where this goes. And then in the hook, they continue to use the male, the male soul sample, but then, but instead they have this la-la-la over the top of it, and it's garbage. Mm. Like, I don't understand the choice. Um, but I will say Fife and Q-Tip have really long verses to finish this album, but Fife, he, he does a really good job. Um, but what we've said the whole time, they're both their voices lack any oomph. They don't have that grind. They don't have that grunt. They don't have the 
the passion mm. in there. And that's what I'm struggling with. I'm struggling with the lack of passion. And overall, we didn't mention it, but they have a lot of references to a lot of different things that are way outside our generation. Yeah. So I can't, I can't understand how good their references are purely because, number one, uh, we weren't around at that time, and number two, it's from the States. So it's really challenging to go back and listen to it. So potentially we're missing things through their references. So I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt on that. Mm-hmm. However, I don't give them the benefit of the doubt in terms of the delivery. Mm-hmm. But having said that, um, Fife does say, picture Fife losing a battle, come on, get off it, put down the microphone, son, surrender, forfeit. Mm. Did I hear something about a crew? What they want to do? MC has been running scared as if they're watching The Exorcist. Hmm. Like, yeah, that to me is good. Yeah. yeah. Um. But he also has this weird line where he's like, um, the MC with the know-how, act like you know, not now, but right now, beast of the East on MCs, I have a feast. I'd eat that ass like quiche. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's as gangster as he thinks it is. Yeah, yeah. there's a classic, there's a classic um, cannabis diss track where he disses, um, LL Cool J, and it's it's a classic diss track. But he says, like, he specifically says nobody can eat a rapper's ass like me, and and he's been clowned for that ever since. It's the same thing here. Yeah. Like, it doesn't yeah. sound right. You don't eat some, a dude's <laughs> ass. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It doesn't really make like it's 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 kind of it's like high, almost hypersexual, yeah. but in all strange way mm-hmm. because you're better than them but yeah i'd like hey i have no problem with anyone eating anyone else's ass but the the attempt to make yourself sound really good yeah doesn't make sense with eating ass like quiche exactly quiche is a strange food to equate like like how do you eat a quiche with a knife and fork so i don't i don't get it like are you making a mess of it? Is that what you're trying to say? Or are you going to eat it? I just, this line was just confusing to me. Yeah. But I've just got into a deep rabbit hole the more we talk about it. Um, <laughs> also, but, I don't like, I don't particularly like quiche, so I wouldn't eat it. Uh, quiche, quiche Lorraine, so good. Nah. With the with the bacon and the egg. Oh, it's amazing. Nah. Before we get into this quiche chat, um, I'm going to give this three stars. Um, I like, I we got, I just don't. I just haven't found that the tribe called Quest is exciting. I lack that excitement. Is there anything that they're like? And I feel it's not even for myself, but I feel like they're not excited. And when they're not excited about their own rhymes, I'm not excited either. So I found it tough to to get through. The start was good. Like I liked the start of the album. You were handing out five stars left and right. Five stars here, five stars there. Bang, bang, bang. It just fell apart in the end to me. It just, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just got to a point probably up when it came to track five, the absolute trash. I just, I think my eyes opened and I was like, okay, now I can, and now I'm not enjoying this anymore. It just sat in two, three stars, four every now and again. I just, I don't know. 
the back end of this was horrendous. It just it just sat in mediocrity to me. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So what were your overall ratings? Um, according to the algorithm or according to album construction? <laughs> uh, how many skins have you got? I, I, I add a new one every, every fortnight. Yeah. <laughs> so what is it this time? 3.4 according to the algorithm. That rounds up obviously yeah. to four stars, but I would give this a three and a half. Album construction yeah. wise, that's do you know, that's not even. I was expecting way higher. I don't understand why yeah. you were so disappointed with my review when you're giving a classic, an absolute all time classic hip hop album three and a half stars. When when lots of fans would give it like five stars. Yeah. Yeah. No, man. I just like I, know, I just. <laughs> I, when it was good, it was good. Like I really liked it. But then when it was like average, it was just really Boring. average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the highs and the lows. God, that was yeah, a lot of lows. <laughs> but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's not as maybe maybe low end theory is like the big big critical darling, and this one is just like a fan favorite, but not. I have no idea though. This was. Yeah, I think I think. No, but was, what I read yeah. was this was more accessible if you were like a new Tribe Called Quest listener. This is like an accessible album because it has a bit of everything in it. Like, mm. like it, it. Yeah, and as its most accessible, you know, as their most accessible album, I couldn't access it. I had no entry points anywhere into it because you're not entering hip hop. Yeah. If that makes sense, well, I'm, entering this, I'm entering this kind of subgenre of hip hop in a way. Yeah, but you're coming in from, and we're all coming in from being fans of hip hop for a long time. So we don't need this softer version of hip hop, and also modern modern hip hop as well. Yeah, that makes sense. This does yeah. not sound anything like modern hip hop. It's very old school, and I like a lot yeah. of old school, but this is like specifically very like very it sounds school. dated to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it holds up over time. Yeah, like people hold, you know, Rakim's, you know, first album is like, oh, it's one of the best. And it's it sounds it sounds like it was made in like the 1960s. It sounds like old. It just sounds old. And this might just have that problem of it was we came to it too late. It's 2020. This shit came out yeah. two years ago. Like maybe it hasn't aged like others. And if it's like a nostalgia thing. People who were there at the time will love it now and think it sounds fresh. Yeah. But coming to yeah. it now, you know, we, we have a different perspective. Could play a part. Yeah. Well, I'm going to give it three stars. My algorithm was also 3.6, Matt. So we got literally the same score. Yeah. Um, but I will take into account album construction and I didn't feel like there was anything linking them other than for the tour guide. The tour guide leaves with two tracks left. <laughs> what what was the theme? I'm not really sure. Like I I I I'm not I don't know what it was, and so I have to re- deduct. Um so I'm happy giving it a three star review. Um not what I wanted to give it, 
I will say I wanted it. I wanted to really like it. I just didn't find myself enjoying it. Um, and we sat with this for a long time. So um, unfortunately, a tribe called Quest will not be uh, featuring on any of my playlists uh, anytime soon. Anyway, what about those five-star songs? Those ones will, but this is an album won't be in my, you know, I wouldn't even discuss as like albums I would consider recommending to people. Yeah. I would, I would take the five-star songs and put them in a playlist. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even have that. No. <laughs> um, like even the four-and-a-half-star one, it had its flaws that I wouldn't want to sit through like when it came on in a playlist. Yeah. But so yeah. what'd you give it, Danny? Um, yeah, I'd probably give it like two-and-a-half, seeing as Matt gives a three-and-a-half, you gave it three, and I feel like I liked it less than both of you, and I feel like two-and-a-half is, is the right score. Like, just for all the reasons I've gone through throughout the entire album, like, you know, it's clear. It's clear that this is not for me. Um, I love hip-hop, but, you know, this particular subgenre, I don't even know if it's a subgenre. It's just like a style of hip-hop. Yeah. Like a brand of, you know, this jazzy-influenced, I don't even, I don't know what it is, but but not for me. So two and a half stars. Like I can appreciate why people would like it, love it, but I'm not one of those people. But I'm happy we did it, you know, because I can say now that you know people recommend me a tribe called Quest. I'll be like, tried them, no thanks. But uh, check out, Wu-Tang. Yeah. check out some Wu Tang, mate. Cheers. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if next album Danny chose was a Wu Tang album. <laughs> nah, I'm out of albums. I I am like, I don't know what I would pick next. I really don't. Hold on, because like you know, I was thinking about that. Yeah. Like, enter the Wu Tang. Aaron's. I know Aaron's listened to that. And then, yeah. Wu Tang Forever is a double disc, thirty songs. We're not doing that. Um, then there's like, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. Oh, it's a mystery for the ne- for next podcast. It'll all be revealed. Did we go through <laughs> our favorite songs? Yeah, well, mine is is basically, um, surprisingly, the Buster Rhymes one. What is it? Uh, oh my god! Oh my god! Just because of the beat. The beat is the best beat, and and that is you know enough to give it best song as well as best instrumental. So, Aaron. Don't think I have lyrics. Though. What about yours? Uh, I'm going to say, based on the same thing, my favorite instrumental was "Lyrics to Go," so it's going to be my favorite track as well. Also, thought he had some good lines in there. So, um, so favorite instrumental and yeah. song. Yeah. There you go. Um, I will give it to uh, favorite instrumental lyrics to go. Favorite song, Steve Biko Biko, stir it up. Um, and favourite lyrics are, can't, for, can't forget the dealer due to originality, and if I ever went solo, my favourite MC would be me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's from track nine, Clap Your Hands. Yep. Yeah. I think, I think my favourite line is, formulate your rhymes like a child forms Play-Doh. <laughs> cute. So, it's a cute line. Yeah. I'm yeah. Yeah. Um, for the cute. <laughs> you guys were so cute at the start and then you just you know ruined it <laughs> what can we say 
But Danny, do you have any favourite lyrics or you've mentioned all yours, nothing that really stands out? No, nothing. I can't really, you know, nothing. Yeah, like you said, nothing sticks out. Nothing that I'd be proud to go. And my favourite lyric of the album is, like, I wouldn't even feel comfortable doing that. Because that would mean I actually like something a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, obviously didn't, but there you have it. I think a surprise for us mostly. I think we all wanted to like A Tribe Called Quest, Midnight Marauders more than we did, but there you go. It doesn't always pan out that way. Um, So, yeah, let's. uh, I think we did a pretty good job and uh, let's call it a day. And Daddy's birthday, you got half an hour left for your birthday, so... Um, yeah, I think it's a good time for us to just have some some time with just us. Just have, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> have some alone time. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, so, uh, listeners, if you uh, want to tune in, we're going to start an alone time podcast as well, so you can uh, get the best bits of our uh, explicit after <laughs> dark. Yeah, yeah. Slim Fitty and Biggie Committee uncut. <laughs> all right see you later thanks for listening to the show please like and subscribe and follow me on instagram at the underscore hip hop hustle for all upcoming podcast news bye for now